0: Hey, all right, almost here. Yes, there we are. I see it. (laughs) Hey, there we are. The Robert Scabbell Show. You jumped the gun. I did. I did. But I'm so excited (laughs) and anxious. It's Monday, right? It's the the Robert (laughs) Scabbell Show, uh, you know, first live show of the week. I hope everybody enjoyed our Sunday conversation yesterday. But uh, we'll go through through, uh, what do we want to talk about here today, Michael? No, let's go
1: throw some stuff here
0: business integrity, administrative state. Uh, Oh, next level threat, inhalable vaccines that spread about that Uh, chronic pain. Canadian doctors, what do they do when they admit that they paralyze you with a booster shot? I'm going to tell you what they're offering to make up for it. And then the homeopathic hit of the day. A lot of skin related issues today on the homeopathic hit. Check it out at robertscoutbell.com. We've refined it thanks to Super Don. He's getting these things up everywhere. Uh, But if you'd like to be part of the show, the chat room is up and open robertscottbell.com slash watch hyphen listen watch dash listen and then of course the social media platforms where we're not banned uh, love to see you there as well share the show say hi where you're from and uh let's get this healing party started right about now the robert scott, the bell, robert show. scott bell show voice of health, freedom, and liberty, here's Robert Scott Bell. All right, Monday, the 26th of February, 2024. We crank it up for uh, health, freedom, and healing liberty as always. And Super Don's making it sound so good. We've got a homeopathic hit of the day. Uh, we've got lots of stuff going on. The website's up and running better than ever before. We're still tweaking it, but thank you all. We had a wonderful AMA, a Zoom AMA, an AMA via Zoom, that's an Ask Me Anything. Uh, back in the day, you know, when I heard AMA, it was the American Medical Association. Of course, that's been converted into an Ask Me Anything. And there are a lot of great questions that came through, and I wasn't the only one helping people, which is wonderful, the community that we've set up. So if you haven't considered becoming a patron supporter of the Roberts Scab Bell Show, check it out. It's a lot of fun. We gave away a lot of silver gels. Because I don't know if you saw that on Friday. the One of the coolest things uh, on my birthday that happened was the text I got from Allison, my friend Allison, whose daughter Samara was in, in high school, 10th grader. And unbeknownst to me, did a test on acne medicines, over-the-counter prescription and like one natural thing and the sovereign silver first aid gel. And it's like she showed the whole thing and the sovereign silver first day gel whooped up on everything, including the prescription acne drug. That was cool. I was like, well, you know what? Just for that, we're going to give away lots of sovereign silver first day gel, which we did on our Saturday AMA. So if you missed that, you can listen up when you join our patron uh, family. You can have access to all of the, the previous uh uh, by the way, Super Don, I meant to ask you, because I accidentally recorded that locally. I usually record it to the cloud, so it's easier to just transfer up there, and you can post it to our Patreon page. Uh, I, I sent it to you via we you transfer because it's a huge file. Yeah. Did you get that? Yep. You did? I did. Oh, cool. All right, so that's I wanted to make sure I could delete it. Oh, so yeah, we're all, we're all good. good. Yep. Oh, thank you.
1: Thank you. I, di- I didn't know. You're that welcome. Was,
0: that was the kind of, you know. I thought I responded back to you on that. Uh, if you did, I haven't seen it yet. And you
1: I, had a busy weekend.
0: It was a very busy weekend. A good weekend, too. We were outside both days, like February in the mountains. It was great. I I Although know. there was a big snowstorm heading our way, maybe heading your way, too. The good news is, I think for me anyway, I'm flying to Phoenix after the show today. To get ready, we've got our anecdotal screening that Children's Health Defense is sponsoring with Jen Sharp, who put the movie together, and I'll be I'll be presenting as well on uh, injuries, helping people to get over that as well, and doing some Q and think Dr. Sean uh, is it Sentners, I believe, is also going to be there, and from Sentner uh, Academy. No, no, uh, it, a he's different. Sean, he's, a, he's an MD, if I remember, a DO. Oh, and okay, he's been on the show before. Uh, he's helped a lot of families in the autism spectrum with vaccine injury. Mm. And so I know he'll be there. Uh, I hear that uh, uh, John Richardson Jr. from, uh, you know, all the uh, a, a, the apricot kernels, the seeds, the B-17, Laetral.
1: The RNC store, I think. RNC
0: store, one. yeah, we yeah. have links to that. I hope, hope we have links to that. But we'll be there. And I'll be broadcasting live from the church, I think in Tempe, Arizona, if I'm not mistaken. We have that in the upcoming events tab uh, at robertscatbell.com. So that's tomorrow. Uh, Wednesday is forming. Because there was a, a student fair at Sonoran that's not till April, but I'm going to meet with some of the students there. And then I may have, uh, well, I'm going to go live from somewhere on Wednesday in Phoenix. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe I should broadcast live from the Giving Tree. Ooh, that's yeah. an interesting thought.
1: You've done that before, haven't you?
0: Did I broadcast? I don't know if I broadcast from the Giving Tree. I've done some like okay. Facebook Lives or Instagram Lives from there. But I don't think I broadcast live from there. That. Oh, I'm going to have to reach out. Yeah, okay, so there's some cool stuff forming, and it should be sunny in the 70s while everybody's getting snowed on, so I'm not going to complain. That's going to be fun. Um, In theory, we might be talking business and integrity today in the first hour. We'll see. We have Pedro Jerez scheduled. We haven't heard from him. And then hour two, we'll be doing our Bridey on simulcast uh, as well, and that's uh, just you and me. Yeah, I say you and me, you out there, wherever you are watching or live or listening later, and Super Don, keeping it Real, right? Keeping it real, which by the way, it's funny. We were talking earlier. I sent you another picture. This was taken by one of the, you know, the super hot wife things, all those housewives that that work out at the gym where I go to, right? And Mm -hmm. they're awesome. They try to eat well. They're really fit, but they still do Botox. I'm like, oh no, I got to hook them up with Leanna Werner Gray to teach them how to do that without Botox. Anyway, so she, the uh, one friend of mine, Chantel, she took the picture that I sent you and then, um,
1: Oh, is this the one at you in the gym?
0: Right. Yeah. So oh. it, it used to be when I was younger, I would drink a six pack.
1: Ah, I did. I'll be honest yes. about it.
0: Now I carry it around with me all the time, apparently. <laughs> and uh, that's the, the hint for today's uh, show picture uh, okay. of the day. And this is where no, that's not it. Oh, you had to, didn't
1: you? Dude, look at that! What a six pack you got there!
0: Right, that's confusion. I'm not confused. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. Wrong picture. There you go. Yeah.
0: No, that's not it either. That's That's a
1: that's that's a twelve pack. (laughs)
0: pack, That's a case. No, that's not it. I'm not a sumo wrestler. All right, there you go. There it is. All right, so I won. This is cool. I won the challenge of the week on my 58th birthday week, and so there you go. Instead of drinking a six pack, I carry it around everywhere I go. And this is the fit that you can be at any age. I'm just saying, if I can do it, you can do it. Now, everybody's got a different body type. If you're a sumo wrestler, you might not be able to see the six pack, but regardless, working those abs, working that core is an important part of recovery and then strengthening you into your elder years. Ever since I saw that guy that Layla Ali sent me, this training guy that's 78, training boxing, like, dude, he could probably whip my butt. At 58, I'm, like, feeling really good about where things are at and what we can achieve. And also, uh, by the way, when you made fun of me like that, I'm sure Nancy's, like, cheering you on. We Mm. were talking. My wife was like, you make sure you make fun of my husband whenever he talks about (laughs) the challenge of the week. I'm like, you're ganging up on me. That's.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, speaking of boxing, um, I saw a really cool inspirational video uh, just recently yeah,
0: mm-hmm. you remember Butterbean? Oh yeah. Who, who? We actually used his image in one of the uh promos we did years ago? I long remember.
1: time ago. Yeah. yeah, long time ago. I guess he really his health really went down uh hill. Uh he could like barely stand up straight and he was using a cane, a couple of crutches to be able to walk and stuff. And uh there's a guy, a former wrestler, uh Diamond Dallas Page, that created a mm-hmm. a, a, a system uh, uh, called DDP Yoga. And he's used that to help a lot of people um, get back in shape. And it was a video showing how he had met up with Butterbean, and I mean, it was really a mess. And the progress that he made with him on this this fitness system that he does um, yeah it's worth it's worth digging up and, and finding because uh, I mean, who didn't love Butterbean, right? <laughs> that guy was yeah, you know, he was great. Not only was he a decent boxer. Yeah, because I, you know, he, he was actually in the ring and he he was fighting and stuff. Is there but such
0: a thing as a super heavyweight? Because he he was there. He was, end. yeah. He would yeah. he would definitely
1: qualify. But uh, yeah, I just saw that the other day. I was pretty pretty amazed that Diamond Dallas. But he'd be a good guy to get on the show, actually. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Do you remember Diamond Dallas Page? I
0: do. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. He. Uh, I don't know. That'd be kind of cool, wouldn't it? Because yeah, he's got mind. his DDP yoga and has just had all kinds of success stories with people that have. Do you know what Have the D&D
0: D- stands for? Because I don't.
1: Diamond Dallas Page.
0: Oh, okay. I thought it was like <laughs> I thought it would be like an Eastern <laughs> Oriental name. The Diamond or Cutter. Or oh, right. I forget
1: how how he did it, It's like that. But anyway, um, yeah, actually, he would be kind of a cool guy to get on the show
0: because I like the Yin Yoga that I learned about from Tim. But
1: yeah, I'll see. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna message Kevin right now and put him
0: on that. That would be cool. That would be cool. By the way, we're about I think nine days in. Uh, to the monocore treatment with uh, my wife and we're seeing some evidence. I mean, I, I'm cautiously optimistic because we've been through so many things over the years, Super D that you, you think, Oh, we, you know, people will swear this works and this works and all of this stuff works and like, and then it, you get disappointed, you know, like the, the uh, stem cell patches, some people swear by them and it's amazing and didn't do a thing for my wife. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying it doesn't work because it works for some people, but whatever, and so now we're doing the monocore that we talked to Ann about a couple of shows, uh, you know, last few weeks, and people are still going bonkers over this thing and having some great results. Of course, we heard about what happened for Alden, and I'm seeing nine days in. I'll just give you a small example. You know, it's a trend. Again, okay, we'll take the trend um, on, it was it yesterday, I think. Or was it Saturday? I don't know. Both days we were out in the yard getting, it was like the early spring. I got spring fever. We were like in the mm. 40s and 50s. I
1: don't blame you. Yesterday, yesterday right. here too was just, it was just amazing how nice it was outside.
0: Yeah. So I was out there cutting branches out of the way for, you know, things that I was running into last season. And uh, we were in the greenhouse doing stuff. Uh, we dug out, we had one of those half barrels, you know, that we bought some years ago and filled and would grow different things. And uh, for some reason, we, we wanted to grow the chocolate mint in it. The chocolate mint didn't do well, but the regular mint did. I'm like, okay, we have enough mint. So we dug that out, had to dig the roots all the way down to the bottom, but we were out there in the dirt, breathing it in. It was great. And then doing some like, not fun stuff, like accounting stuff after that indoors, like, ah, I hate that stuff. And yet she didn't do anything, like take stuff like normally for her pain or anything till like five o'clock in the day, later in the day. After all of that, I'm like, dude, that's, that's, that's different. So I'm cautiously optimistic with what's happening here. I can't dispute any change because now as we've tested so many things, this is something that's new. And a lot of you have tapped into it. A lot of you are attempting to get or have already gotten the monocore. It's the easiest thing to use. My buddy Scott came over. We showed him how to use it today and he's getting one. Uh, So, so far so good i'm really encouraged and it's very simple the interface and i've been able to uh to explore experiment with it so we'll have more on that as we get i just wanted to share a little bit of an update as we're going uh and that's at monocoreusa.com check it out if you'd like uh let's see what else we got um got the chat well i was really pleased to win the challenge of the week on my 58th birth year that that to me was like really like at the heavyweight division of all things and i asked Actually, I said, I, th- I thanked Kiki this morning, you know, because she usually can kick my butt. <laughs> and I said, thank you for letting me win last week. She says, oh, you're so sweet. I didn't let you win, but whatever. I'm like, it, it was a, a great accomplishment for me to go, all right, as much as I dreaded doing 58 or 60 burpees in a row, I did that and and, and was fine. So I blew this stuff in my head. I'm like, why was I even concerned at all? Uh, but I'm I'm not cocky. I'm I'm comfortable and confident, but I'm like, oh, can I do it? And I did. So, anyway, good job. Everybody get out there and move it, especially as spring comes your way. It'll be mountain biking season soon enough. And uh,
1: I'm thinking you need to take up a different hobby because you, you you seem to have pretty much, like, uh, conquered this one.
0: i conquered it? Yeah. You
1: know, hey, everybody. I won the Chow Challenge of the Week.
0: Okay. Again. Well, the thing is.
1: For the 27th time.
0: Yeah, you know what? You okay? I, I get what you're saying. Um, <laughs> one of the things that they don't do at this gym is what you know. You talk about gra- a ground game, right? Going, you, you know, the, it's more. I don't know what they call it when you get on the ground. It's like jujitsu stuff. Mm-hmm. So that might be the thing. But I like my dude. Ears. Now like that would
1: ears. be cool because now you're now you would start to be getting into kind of like that MMA thing. Yeah. Right. The grappling so, I'm and stuff. About it.
0: I just got to yeah. find a right place. Heck right yeah, future. man. See but now like that my, my there ears. you go. I don't want cauliflower ears. Well, it's family? not. It's
1: not. It's not like you, you're going to be like you know, fighting in the ring. Yeah. You know that that's
0: really. But maybe that. I can. Maybe I can get Pat Milicic to teach me.
1: Dude, you you know what? Yeah, I mean I think you ought to look look into uh, doing some jujitsu. I think that would be amazing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess what you're saying is like, all right, you've done it enough. I'm tired of hearing you win in these things. Let's find something. Go do something else that's a challenge. Yeah, I get it. Okay. Yes, you've uh, beaten I, all the women in the gym now. It's I'm like. Open. I'm open to it. Anyway, yeah, there you we'll go. see. You guys got suggestions. Let me know. Right. Uh, well, <coughs> aim higher. I, aim higher. When I go down to Arizona, maybe I'll try to find a gym for a couple of days and see if I can just check it out. See yeah. what happens. They've got them down there. All right. Well, that'll be cool. Well, one of the opening stories you sent me, and it's about the administrative state. This is very much in line with what Jonathan Moore has been talking about for decades, right? He's been battling the administrative state. Some of the history there. And by the way, this is Barbara Ann Flower Cox, Bob, Bobby. I'm sorry, Bobby Ann. And Bobby, we've had on. She's the attorney in New York that's, uh, you know, won against New York State over the, you know, false imprisonment garbage. The, you know, we can, we can basically quarantine you no matter what good luck trying to say, and then they go, oh, we would never use it that way. Well, why do you need the emergency power to do it? Anyway, so she wrote about the administrative state. I don't know if we've connected her with Jonathan Emord, but we need to, desperately need to. She needs to know about Emord because Emord is the He's the champion when it comes to battling the administrative state through the courts, but recognizing that even through the courts, when you win, the administrative state still wins, or they ignore your win, even as they congratulate you. But that's what the story was for Jonathan when they told him, you know, congratulations, Jonathan, you've beaten us a world record eight times. But if you think that we're going to comply with this court order, you got another thing coming. We're the real power. That's where he decided he was going to run for the United States Senate in Virginia because of that. He had to like, I got to do better because if I, if I can beat them in court, I'll try to beat them You know, in, while I'm in Congress or in the Senate. And to displace Tim Kaine, that would be one of the greatest things, I believe, for America to have happen in a long time, uh, to have him in the United States Senate to impact those around him with his knowledge. So uh, Bobby Ancox is also an attorney in New York, says the administrative state is, is governing us, not our chosen elected representatives. And I saw uh, this morning, and I was confused by this, but it's a message to that you sent to me and Michael Bolden from the 10th Amendment Center was about the 17th Amendment. And I have brought this up before. I, I don't often remember the 17th, that number I get confused
1: That's by. That's one but, that, that isn't talked about much.
0: Yeah, but I have brought it up. It was it happened in the early 20th century, right around uh, the, the dawning of the Federal Reserve Act of 1913, that this amendment, took the selection of us senators from their states out of the hands of the legislature of those states and put it into the popular election so that at that point and maybe you remember me saying this the states suddenly had no standing what did I mean by that? The United States Senate was there to represent the interests of the states. The senators were selected by the legislature of the states, not a popular vote of the people of the states. When right. they converted it to a popular election, then it was more like you're a House of Representatives person, but you're you're serving six years instead of two and you're representing the people of the state. But then the states had no standing there was nothing for, you know, we talk about states' rights. I get it. States don't have rights officially, but you know what I'm saying? You have the states that are superior to the federal government and the people, like the 10th Amendment sa- says, when the federal government doesn't act within the bounds binds of the Constitution, it goes beyond it. So the administrative state was given rise by a number of things. And Jonathan Emore talks about it in his book, The Authoritarians, going back to, you know, post-Civil War era, 19th century America into the early 20th, especially when the Central Bank was formed, the Federal Reserve Act of 1913. and set the stage as well with the 17th Amendment that was going to be the elimination of the states having any ability to push back on the federal government via popularly elected senators. So agencies are run by unelected government bureaucrats beholden to nobody but, well, who appointed them or who's funding them or who do they want a job with when they finish up? Working yep. at the FDA or the EPA or the CD, you know any number of these alphabet soup agencies at the federal level.
1: That is such a good point, right? You know because what we're finding, and this is what what Bobby Ann Cox writes about here, is mm-hmm. that we're we're like just increasingly governed by regulations and rules that are issued right mm-hmm. by these yeah. agencies. Yeah, so it bypasses. The legislative process, mm-hmm. it bypasses, you know, our elected representatives and goes straight to these agencies that are run by these bureaucrats that they who do they answer to? Yeah. They don't answer the voters because they're, they're unelected. Right. Right. It's, I look at, look at what happened, dude, look at what we faced over the last three years with, what's his face?
0: <laughs> Fauci. Uh, Fauci, right? Yeah.
1: It's like, well, how do we get rid of this guy? And everybody, in government's like, we don't, we're not sure. I don't know. Yeah, how do you fire this guy? He, you can't well, re-
0: even. Trump didn't fire him. Yeah. That's one of the biggest mistakes. He, he, he was
1: well yeah. insulated. Yeah, because exactly. he wasn't elected. Yeah. So it's like, how do you do when 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 you are are being penalized and and governed by rules that were written by people that you did not elect? Then there's a problem there. This this kind of kind of goes against. I think what our founders intended when they when they put this this whole experiment together, yeah, that we're a potter of here, you know. When you've got regulations and the, by agencies, that really, I mean, couldn't you say that that's unconstitutional in a way? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah.
0: There, I'm getting all kinds of messages, Super Don. This is one of those days. It's ah, been crazy, okay. but not, not, it's not so crazy bad. I'm managing it. Sometimes you, you do better with these stressful things that happen. Back <laughs> it shifts and changes and things uh, more than other times. But uh, uh, anyway, I'll try to get focused on the show here, Super D. I'm sorry. Okay. This is a very good opening story. And I find it fascinating that Bobby Ann Cox is now picking up on this in the great detail because she's dealing with it at the state level. She's, exactly.
1: Exactly. So With that quarantine camp, camp lawsuit, lawsuit thing right? in, in New
0: York. So she says, uh, if you're not familiar, she says what happened. New York State Department of Health issued the isolation and quarantine procedures regulation. It's in the article. Uh, and the head of the DOH is a commissioner who's appointed by the governor. All right. So everyone who works for the DOH is unelected. Got it? Just similar like what we're talking about federally. You know, these agencies are not elected. They don't lead, need to listen to voters, wants and needs. They're not. Why do they care about that? And if the commissioner of any of the government workers below them, you know, don't do the bidding of the boss, then their days at the DOH are limited. So they know who they answer to. More bureaucrats. It's insulated. So the, the uh, what we call the... Uh, accountability, complete insulation. There's no accountability. It's like captured agencies. So what happened in the quarantine case, and she writes about this, is the DOH created a wholly unconstitutional regulation, Rule 2.13, that allowed them to pick and choose which New Yorkers they could lock up or lock down. And they could have forced isolation in your home. They could remove you from your home, put you in a quarantine facility. Uh, Whatever they wanted to do. No notice, no right to an attorney until after you were locked up. Good luck trying to fight your way out. No procedure to regain your freedom once you're incarcerated. And they're like, oh, we would never do that, right? So why do you need to proclaim that authority to do it, right? If you don't need it, why do you say you have to have that authority to do it? Right. No age restriction. They could have taken you, your child, your grandkid. I mean, there's no limitation to this thing. Guilty until proven innocent. And they gave themselves this power. And so she went after it. She sued him. She said, this is, you, you, you can't do this. And ultimately, initially, at least, even though she won, Hochul then decided to uh, appeal it in some way. And then in the appeal, they dismissed it. I think it was for no standing or something. They didn't even rule on the merits of the case. They claimed that there was no standing, no one was injured or something along those lines. And so you think about the attempts to restrain unbridled governmental power unchecked by a constitution unchecked by separation of powers at the state level, much less the federal level. And you're like, we have descended certainly in New York into tyranny. We would argue that in much of the federal government and what it's done with the bureaucratic state, it's tyrannical by design, by its very nature. And we go back again to the progressive era development of late 19th century, early 20th century, the federal reserve and it's funny money have facilitated the ability to spend without abandon to initiate or take on levels of debt that are untenable. And one of the amendments, you have to find out which one that is. Always forget that one. Even mentions in it, you can't question the debt. It's fascinating. It's like, how did this happen? This is America? Free, land of freedom? So we are living in what she calls it, regulation nation. And uh, Super D, if we can, please, let's somehow connect Bobby Ann Flowers-Cox with Jonathan E. Moore. Jonathan E. They need to yeah. connect and Bobby Ann needs to know about what Jonathan has done and what he's doing as well. If we do not dismantle the regulatory state, and yes, it involves, of course, not complying at the individual level, at the state level, but let's look at that federal level. Would we be better off with Jonathan Ebert in the U.S. Senate or Tim Kaine in the U.S. Senate? Riddle me this, Batman. Even if you're not into voting, and I'm not into thinking that, you know, necessarily voting changes or if you think it's only that it's not only that but super D you know you and I are on the similar page when we look at voting and stuff like that we are at the same time when a guy like Emord is running I want to do anything I can to help him and I'm not in Virginia you know I'm planning to go uh just stop my own accord I'm gonna go to Virginia later in March and help him collect those signatures make sure we get them over the top for that phase because that's the hardest phase initially right. because they don't want competition they don't want uh, they, do, they to don't
1: town. make it easy no, they don't. Yeah, they don't make it and easy. I'm
0: asking you guys and gals, we had e on last week and we put up a phone number you can call, even if you're not in Virginia, travel to Virginia. If you want to see a, a sea change against the oligarchy, let's get e in there in the U.S. Senate. I'm not saying it's the only thing, but it's a significant, there it is, that number, 202-466-6937, if you want to volunteer. And in fact, there are ways that you can get compensated for helping him to collect these signatures. I'm just putting it out there, you guys that want help or want to help or be helped. Maybe you need work. You got a, a, a even a teenager who's looking to do a part-time thing can help out in Virginia, come on. So anyway, I just want to put that out there with the opening order of business here. I'm not delusional about voting, but I will say there are cases and opportunities to put somewhat of integrity into office that has an impact. That doesn't mean you don't do these other things we talk about. But in this case, I'm, I'm asking, you, go to emord4va.com and please support Jonathan. And uh, we'll see some some serious seed change. A lot of people are more aware of this than ever before. Did Bobby Ann Cox know about this years ago? No. It's taken what happened in COVID for her to see it, for many to see what we have been pointing out. I've been pointing out for 25 years on this show and you know, perhaps a little longer as a homeopath, 30 years in, into my homeopathic uh, you know way of living. We do have a homeopathic kit later today talking about some skin issues and more. That's coming up. So um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Dude, big time. Big time. Big time. Big time stuff going on. Good stuff, too. I'm, I'm I'm not a doom and gloomer. You know that, Super D. I will acknowledge things that are really horrible. I do. We're not putting our head in the sand and pretending things are perfect by any means. We'll point out these things, but always with... Can I, to what can we do about it? How do we find our power again so that we are not powerless or we, we don't feel powerless? Because to feel powerless means you feel victimized. And in many ways, you could point to the government and say, the government victimized me. But in many ways, our participation in a lot of government schemes have precipitated that so-called victimization uh, uh, relationship, right? Even as I talked about Uh, renewing passports without a social security number because my religious beliefs prohibit me from having or using that number for my kids, especially that's my belief. I'm not telling you, you have to believe it. I've got reasons for my belief. And that when the government said, well, you can't have a passport then I'm like, no, you're wrong. And you
1: could have stopped right there. Right. Oh yeah. I could be like, Oh, well, all right. They said I can't. All right. I'm
0: like, no, that's not right. You did not. And it's just one small, maybe a significant example where we were able to push back and now you go to the U.S. State Department uh, uh, website on passports and there's a place for if you have a, re- a religious belief and a, you, they can accommodate you. And, and you know, there's still ongoing challenges there because that hasn't been changed in the printed paper when you go to the post office to get these things or whatever are printed out. But on the website there, it is possible when you stand your ground, when you have a a sincerely held belief about something and you don't give in just because it's hard. They didn't say it was going to be easy to, to, to have freedom to defend freedom. I mean, it's a lot harder to be free. Isn't it easier to, you know, just sign up, join the military or go to prison. You don't have to think about the cost of living. You got a home, you got a room, you got food. You might not like it, but that's, you know, that's socialism. Mm -hmm. It's a lot easier until you go oh i don't like this kind of ease this kind of ease doesn't suit me you know like but freedom it's dangerous it's expensive it's it's it's, it's, it's there's a lot of things i got to do
1: they 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 try really hard to make to to try and push that that uh that message right yeah to make well, it make it sound like it's a screw your freedom right
0: right well the administrative state loves that you don't value your freedom because look you don't have to think about the drugs that you're being given because the FDA has already approved them. You don't have to think about the shots that the the pediatrician is injecting into your children because the CDC said it's okay. That's, That's not freedom. That's like, oh, I didn't have to do my homework because they did it. And you're like, yeah, I'll just trust them. How's that working out for you? How many parents have been devastated by the injuries to their children or themselves during the covid crazy years? This is why uh, I'm so thrilled to be uh, joining uh, Jen Sharp and the children's health defense team in Arizona uh, tomorrow at the screening of uh, anecdotals and a and a we're going to broadcast live from the event. That's I think in uh, Chandler, is it in Chandler, Arizona tomorrow? I think we have the banner up. And so that's yes. going to be a tr- tremendously powerful event. And, you know, we'll be able to share some things and recognize why it's not a good plan. If you value your health, your health freedom, to rely upon government agencies or those who have purchased them, to tell you what you can or must put in your body, for instance. There it is. They did the screening Sunday. That was yesterday. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Phoenix, Tuesday, February 27th. Uh, the event will be held from 4 to 7.30. Um, I'll be there. I'll be broadcasting, I guess, from 1 to 3 local time. It's not um, Daylight Savings. They don't switch there. but uh, So it'll be 1 to 3 local time in Arizona tomorrow at Faith Family Church in Chandler, Arizona. We'll have, who knows, a number of special guests on the show tomorrow, um, I, I, I reached out to John Richardson Jr., as I talked about, and his family has been amazing, connected with uh, G. Edward Griffin about the, you know, a world without cancer, which includes the apricot seeds. So that's going to be happening as well. So there's a lot of cool stuff that, are, that is going on. And it's going on because of the devastatingly horrible things that have gone on. It is precisely because of the COVID overreach, the COVID play, that the government, the regulators, and even the international non-governmental organizations like WEF, World Health Organization, did. It woke up the sleeping giant of those of us who believe in freedom. Some of us were not asleep, warned you, but others woke up. Others went further to sleep or injured themselves further by acquiescing to fear-mongering, or they believed. And I'm not yelling and screaming at them for believing the things they believe. Everybody's got beliefs. This is part of life. But recognizing that they worship false authority. Whether you're religious in some way or another, even people who are not religious tend to worship science as a religion, interestingly enough. You know, people can have antipathy toward religion because maybe they've been abused, maybe horrible things have happened because that stuff has happened. But then they, you know, become so antagonistic to religion, and there's a lot of good within it, a lot of uplifting, a lot of uh, social and community things that are really good, that they end up just throwing it all out, and then they worship Fauci, for instance, or people like him that say, I am the science, and they don't realize they've misplaced and displaced their antipathy toward religion and, and replaced it with a different religion. The Church of Pharmaceutical Mysticism Awesome, off often, and then they get harmed by it, and then maybe they wake up from that too, and then what? What is your direct link? How do you establish or reestablish that to get guided through and navigate through these uh, dangerous, shark-infested territories, including in the business world, which you know every world has it. So, um, anyway, I don't think we're hearing from our guest today. Super deep. It would appear not. Right. We were <laughs> going to do like a business and integrity segment, so I'm just going to have to make it up.
1: Yeah, well, it happens, <laughs> I guess.
0: Well, what is your mission statement, right? What is is it that you set out to accomplish when you, you know, as an individual discover that you have choices to make about the life you lead? Many people are just trying to get through the day, find a way to pay the rent each month, find something to eat. And others may be doing a little better and deciding, you know what, I have some free time to do some other things. What do I want to do in that free time? Maybe it's, uh, you know, just to enjoy traveling throughout the world for those that can but I think that there's something more worthwhile and I'm not against travel. It's amazing when you get to do that, but I think one of the most fulfilling things you can do is uplift your fellow man, woman, or child to their greatest state or status. What does that mean? Each of us may have a different definition of what that is, but finding out what they love to do, finding out what they might have an inclination or might be good at and saying, you know what? I wanna support you to, to succeed at whatever it is you're here to do. And I know it's a process of discovery, and in, 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 the, in the life cycle that we have, however long it may be or short it may be, it may change over that lifetime as well. We might achieve high levels of, uh, you know, functionality in a given field, and you may become bored with it. I, I'm super not. I'm not bored with the kickboxing. I love it. So I don't know that I'm giving up on it, but it's like, you, to your point, it's like you keep winning the challenge of the week. Maybe you got to do it's something
1: It's not else. much of a challenge anymore, it doesn't yeah. seem. I mean I you know still you go in you got to exercise you got to you know still push yourself to get to those points stuff like but even by your own admission yeah it's like you know people there are like like kicking themselves cuz they're trying to get you into the red zone you can't get there no matter what you do you know and you're just you know no matter how hard you try you're always you know you know so it's almost like it's it's good exercise which you yeah. should do but it's almost like you've, like, you've achieved that, you know, you, you won the challenge. Yeah. It's like, now, now the next challenge is to win the challenge again.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like... All right, for me, it's, well, it's personal accomplishment, personal satisfaction. It's like, wow, I'm doing this. And each time I do it, I'm still, like, amazed and still happy about it. But, but it's
1: time, not that hard for you. It seems like it's really not that hard for you to do. You just do more of what it is you do and then you know right. if somebody else doesn't happen to do as good as you you win again because you're yeah. you're at a level that you've it almost it's like almost like you've plateaued in a way mm-hmm.
0: right so then the question becomes because i'm not training like you know we had Stan Graham on he's training for like the now i think the over 60 mile world record i, mm-hmm. I, I don't have any of those thoughts like oh i want to do cuz i you know i did like the swimming stuff we had uh Riley Gaines on remember uh, and yep. her she was, I was asking her about her times, collegiate times. I'm like, dude, you know, I was back in the 80s, all right? Those times blew me away. And most of the <laughs> men of Division III, uh, right. where I was swimming non-scholarship athletics, it's more or less, you know, you you, you are an athlete in Division Three collegiate sports because you love to be an athlete or you love to, you know, do some endeavor. You're not being paid, you know, and I'm not against those that get athletic scholarships. That's not what I'm saying. But it's a pure... Athletic endeavor. I would just say it that way. You don't have to do it. I didn't have to get up at 5.30 in the morning to make practice at 6 a.m., do classes, come back, f- go back at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon and do more, two hours more. Sw- I mean, that's the kind of thing that's dedication because you just, something about you is crazy, I think. Athletes are yeah,
1: blockers. got to be like, a little bit. Yeah.
0: You just got this desire to achieve. Now, maybe it could be standing on the podium and getting a, a first place ribbon or a record, but seriously, just to continue to improve, That was something that drove me and all through my years, despite my chronic illnesses, I fought through and I got better and better through my senior year. Now, granted, going back to my athletic history, I was more of a, a, what do you call a club, club swimmer, right? In the summer, we had summer leagues and in high school, I swam with the, you know, it wasn't high level stuff. It wasn't like AAU or these other things that are really trained, I never did that. So I never burned out. Like I had friends that did that through high school and they burned out by college. They were like, I'm done. I kept getting better because I never did it to that intensity. And so I found a desire and I, and I enjoyed it, right? Not everybody does, but as we're talking about this in life, you know, we may change our goals. For instance, what is it we want to achieve for me? Yeah, you're right. The fitness is like, I've, I've proven to myself that I can do things I didn't know that I could do. And so I'm looking at like, okay, let me try. All right.
1: Name. I'll tell you what, I'll make you a right. deal. What is it? I'll make you a deal. What is it? If you look into, because mm-hmm. I, I dig the idea of you trying out the, the jujitsu thing. Yeah. I, th- I think you would have fun with that. And it's pretty neat stuff. You do that, then I will commit to hitting the gym on a regular basis myself.
0: Really? Yes. Well, that's interesting. Really? Yeah, and a coffee enema? No, no. Okay. I, well, I had to try. Come on, man. Are you? Kidding I had me? to ask just in case there was like. Jeez. Wow, I'm really incentivized <laughs> by that. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah? Interesting. That happened. Now I can't deny that it happened. Yeah. So I'm going to see what I can find. I'll, leave, I'll
1: even. I'll even. I won't take photos on my abs because that would be embarrassing. But. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I would look like that sumo picture that I have there. The but, sumo guy, right? Yeah. Oh but, my uh, gosh. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I try to, uh, maybe I'm deluding myself, but I, I'd like to think that it would be inspiring people when I show these things off. Yet again, my wife and you, you love to make fun of me and that's okay. I'm like, <laughs> knock yourself out. I can take it. I can handle it. But it yes. really is something that uh, unless you experienced, you know, first 24 years of your life, chronically ill. And yes, as I talked about my athletic endeavors, I overcame it through sheer will. And because I didn't know what I didn't know, it was the body I was given. I just fought through all my chronic ailments. It wasn't fun. And, and after my collegiate career ended, and you, know, you know, I coached for a few years as well, even at the collegiate level. And I, cause I loved it and had fun with it. I didn't know what I was going to do because at that point in time, I realized becoming a medical doctor would make me miserable. Uh, You know, treating people the way I was treated, even if they meant well, I was being poisoned slowly. And that wouldn't be, uh, you know, ultimately a happy thing for me. So part of that was okay, I'm in a buffered in between state. What am I going to do? And then, of course, at 24, the prayers were answered, and I met the homeopathic doctor who had trained me and studied for 10 years. So things shifted and changed. I gave up on my dream. I refound my dream. And that's still part, an integral part of who I am. I don't think that will ever change. You know, my desire to bring healing to people in need that genuinely want it, they're sincere. If I can find a way to help them, I want to. And ultimately, you know, as you know, for me, it's also a spiritual journey because I believe the reconnection to source is the guiding light or source or where we get our information and access to the real healing that may come in a wide variety of ways, including through a medical doctor. Despite all of my disgust with their curricula, (laughs) Where they end up taking allopathic medicine and applying it improperly to everything, as opposed to where it really is appropriate. There are certain times where you could be directed, you need to see a medical doctor. I've never disputed that. So I think, you know, for me, I, I enjoy so much what we do, Super D. I really do. The ability to kind of break certain molds of, well, this is what a homeopath should be. This is what a naturopath should be. This is what a medical doctor should be. It's like coming back to the human family and realizing we can be a lot of things all at once even, even if we are this or that, by that there's a lot more than what we are limited to do by those who are in bureaucratic states (laughs) trying to control medicine or control naturopathy or control chiropractic, et cetera. By the way, did you post the interview I did with uh, Steri—I always say Steri and, two War- <laughs> <Terry> and <laughs> Stu Warner, the Warners. Um, they interviewed me, and I think I sent you that no, link. No, you week. sent it to me, but I've had trouble
1: locating it. I need to dig that up.
0: Okay. I I,
1: you it. know, it's one of those things. It's so frustrating because it was like—when I, when I asked you about it last week, it had been like two days ago or something, yeah. right? And, you know, I checked Skype. I checked email. I checked Facebook. Facebook Messenger. I, I checked Twitter. I just, I'm just, i just like thinking, how many different ways can you send me a message? And, and I checked every single one of them. I, c- I could not find the link.
0: All right. I'm going to see if I can text it to you right now. Okay. Don, uh, Get it to you and see if this links and goes through to it. Paste. I think this is it. Okay. You'll have to let me know if that works or not. Anyway. Hey, I haven't even checked the uh, chat rooms today. I've been such a slacker. I just kind of just tuned in. I'm like, this has been a frenetic pace of a, of a morning to get into the show today. So if y'all are there, say hi. We'll check it out and see if we can see you. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's watching on Rumble Live. And I know the vast majority of you are listening later on podcast or even watching it later on a podcast site. Uh, you know, video, whether it be rumble or otherwise. And, and there are no cheap seats on the Robert's Bell show. And if you do think you have them and you're sitting too high up at elevation, you got a nosebleed. Remember there's always homeopathic phosphorus to help you. Uh, so there's always a remedy that we can uh, bring out, bring out for you. So, by the
1: way, thank you, Lori, for letting me know about the volume situation. Cause it did indeed, for some strange reason, the ghosts in the machine decided to turn my volume up. Oh, uh, and so I caught it and turned it back down. So
0: thank you. Oh, that. Thank you. So uh, we give uh. a, uh, Billing uh, producer credit
1: yes. for that? A uh, honorary uh, assistant producer. Right? All right. There you go. Anyway, um, yeah, so let's see. Over on Rumble, uh, Marge says the only time I see, or says the only time to see mm-hmm. an allopathic doctor is when you get in a car accident. Otherwise, they are trained to push poison.
0: Yeah, well, that's true. right. The, the, uh, the way to, to see an allopath is well, when they're experts in, again, triaging injury, yes. like on the battlefield, bullet wounds, explosions, or, you know, hitting by a car, falling off a bike, breaking something. They have a developed extraordinary techniques that have proven the test of time that do indeed work. Now, I wish they would also in- integrate things like Arnica, Montana, or Kratom for pain management, or some of these you know, uh, other herbal or homeopathic remedies, I think you can combine the two even in an acute care response. Otherwise, the idea is have them reset your bone and get the hell out as fast as you can before they poison you with the food that dietitians have written up in hospital settings, or bring your own food, or they wanna inject you before they give you, let's say worst case scenario, something happens and your liver is destroyed and they need to replace it with somebody else's liver that no longer needs it, because they've died you know, and donated it. In those cases, uh, you know they'll often say, well, we, you, you need to get a COVID shot before. We've covered those stories as well. But even then, you don't want to have to rely upon somebody's used liver because then they have you on a chronic dosing of immunosuppressant drugs that could facilitate other de- devastating issues like, name it, from acute infections to cancer and everything in between. So it's not a great thing, even though they can do it, to have to need it if you can avoid it. Obviously, there are some accidents that can occur uh, that, you know, out of your control, so to speak. But if it's like doing things that destroy certain organs, maybe you're not, maybe you shouldn't do those things. <laughs> maybe easier said than done. But, um, you know, that's another aspect.
1: All right. So I have downloaded that interview. Uh, the title of it is Bringing Truth to the Masses. What? By the Warners. They yeah. interviewed you? It says, Dr. Robert yes, Scott Bell bringing it. truth that's to it. the masses. You found okay. it. I found it. I have it downloaded. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to upload it to Patreon first. So for the folks that are subscribed to Patreon, they'll get to see that first, and then I'll uh, I'll upload it elsewhere after that.
0: Okay. Excellent. And
1: by the way, way uh, March just reminded me of something. She, she says, come March, I won't be able to watch you guys live. Oh. Uh, which working? is a bummer. What you got? I don't know. She's got something, something going on. I'm
0: sure. It was great to see her but, at the AMA, though. We enjoyed having her on the Zoom. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. It, it just, we it didn't get to see her much, but we got, we did get to see her. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, she mentioned that, and it reminded me. You know, I've noticed that over the last, you know, since we started the new website. Yeah. Um, it's been a little bit of uh, difficult to explain to people the the URL to watch the show. Yeah. Because it's guys, it's it's watch dash listen stuff like that. So I had Gees change it. Okay. Made it much easier. It's now robertscottbell.com slash live.
0: Oh, you did. Thank there you. There you go. All right. So let me, yeah, I need to make that change because I was going to tweet it out. So, yeah. um, so it's robertscottbell.com slash live.
1: So much easier to remember.
0: Yeah. Thank you for that because yeah. I, I didn't know we could do that. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and that, cause it used to be slash listen, but you're right. It was watch or listen. So it changed to watch dash listen. So right. it's better to say robertscottbell.com slash live live. I like it. Oh, well done. Super done. That's awesome. Right. That is awesome. Any other, uh, things that you found out about the, uh, the website?
1: Uh working on it. Just one, okay. one page at a time. Cause it's a brand new, uh, deal. Uh, so it's, it's, you know, for the last however many years we've had this, the old website, you know, I was used to doing, I could do it in my sleep, you know, I wouldn't yeah. even look, I could just, you know, do stuff. Now it's all different and different process and a system and all that stuff. So, um, I know we did have somebody, I think, wrote in over the weekend saying they wanted to order Pluck, but they couldn't find it on the website. Really? And it's be- Well, yeah, because the banners aren't in the place that they used to be, and gotcha. they, there isn't a Pluck banner uh, on the Products We Love page uh, because that didn't exist when our webmaster was creating the website. So mm. I just messaged him as we were starting the show, and he gave me some instructions on how to work that page, so... I will get some some things updated on there soon.
0: Excellent. Yeah. So anyway, Whew, man, a lot going on, dude.
1: All right. A lot hey, we're not on. doing bad ad living here uh, since the guests didn't show up,
0: huh? No, I don't mind. I, I look, I enjoy the times we get to kind of hang out and chat, and I kind of I felt that going into today's show that it was going to be more of a, a free form, just let a rip kind of show, and uh, some of those are some of the best shows we do. And that's okay. It's good. So if you guys have questions or comments, chime in right now. We'll take a look. I'm trying to catch up with things. I still haven't tweeted out the show. Uh, for those that are watching on Twitter, good luck. Well, you found it. Yeah, you did. Great. Without me having to say, here, we're on. We're live. We're on the air. Anyway, so that's cool. Let me see what else we got. Oh, plastics. Your your favorite discussion points are up. I, I saw this article. I don't know if you saw it before me, uh, but this this thing about microplastics Mm. That years ago, they did a study, I don't know how long ago, but they like found some microplastics in placenta, in the placenta, right? Yep. And so apparently they went back. Cause that's the, you know, the starting point is like, oh my gosh, look at this. This could be bad. Now somebody might say, see at that moment, plastics are in everywhere. They're in everything. You would be jumping the gun in terms of your claim. You might be right. It's a hypothesis based on a, a, you know a few placentas, you could make the, oh, I wonder if they're in everybody's. But Superdon would call you out on that and say, no, 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 you can't make that claim because it hasn't been tested. Yeah. So what did they do? Since the three, I think it was three years ago, they found it in four different human placentas. Yep. Uh, then they went back and they started analyzing a microscopic plastic particles and they found it in no fewer than 17 different placentas. By the end of 2023, a local study in Hawaii analyzed 30 placentas that were donated between 2006 and 2021. And they found what? That plastic contamination has increased significantly in that time frame. Then using a new technique, they identified tiny particles and fibers less than a micron in size in all 62 samples su- studied. They found it in every single one of them. Ranged from 6.5 um, to 685 micrograms per gram of, of tissue. Yeah.
1: It's not surprising. Wow. I mean, The more and more that I've looked into this, and it's it's not hard to find. Because this this research is out there now, pretty much everywhere, it's it's like the next, it's like the big thing, one, one of the big things now, and I think it's something that that very soon we are going to have to start addressing, uh, as they find out more and more. It's a growing body of research, uh, but it just it makes sense. I mean, if if you breathe it, <laughs> if you drink it, you ingest it. If it if it is something that you just it gets into your system just by contact. It just makes sense. It's going to make it into the placenta, and if it's going to make it into the placenta, it's going to make it into the baby. Hmm. You know, so the baby is being affected. It's, it, it, now we don't know to what extent yet, because they're, they haven't done that done that test. But you can speculate, right? Because these plastic particles, they carry along with them all of the the, the chemicals, the toxic chemicals that we talk about. Whether we're talking about the BPA's or the PFAS or the You know, the the, there's a bunch of other ones Mm -hmm. um, that you know they're they're part of that, and so these microplastics get so small that they can actually go in and out of the cells of your body. That's how tiny these things are, and if they can penetrate the cells and go in there, they're going to carry in those toxic chemicals with them. How much of that's going to be left behind? We don't know at this point, but you can speculate. It's something at least that we should be. Concerned about, and if nothing else, you know we don't know at this point. It's like, what do you do? How do you detox from? You know, we really don't know. It's kind of like, well, it's kind of like when the COVID thing came around, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there were a lot of things. Well, how do we detox from the mRNA? Sure. You know, I mean, it's it's, those, it's new uh, stuff.
0: Yeah, one of those methods, of course, is homeopathic. You take those substances, convert them into homeopathic form. Now, for the, for some, that's too far afield, but. You know, I think most well, people okay. Think- but here's
1: the thing, Robert. I mean, let's yeah. say you did that. Okay, yeah.
0: Uh,
1: that's not going to. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm just, I'm just guessing here. I, I'm just, yeah. I'm not a, a homeopath, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, that would help you in your immediate state, mm-hmm. right? But if you continue to bombard yourself with the contamination, yeah. mm-hmm. then it would be something you would have to just like. Continuously take all the time, right? Because it's going to be continued to damage the body. So at this point, outside of taking something homeopathic, you know, before we have some sort of detox protocols that are developed by somebody on on how to deal with this, once we really grasp and have have a good grasp on what the effect is that this is having on us, the best thing you can do right now is try and minimize your contact, which is extremely difficult to do, right?
0: Which is, exactly. And, you know, making better choices, obviously, going away from- This mouse I'm holding in my hand, plastic, ah! It's got plastics. Yeah, all of it does. (laughs) You hope that it retains and doesn't leach out, but certain things do more, right? The plastic, we were were joking about saran wrap. I can't believe people still use that, but it's out there. Uh, And the receipts, if they're bisphenol A, BPA, or uh, bisphenol, whatever. But all of these things, these routes of exposure are very real. That's why they found it in 100% of placentas. So uh, reducing your uh, reliance on those things and exposure, every little bit helps. And using a homeopathic form to, to elicit a detox cleanse, that doesn't mean that's all you do. Why do we still take selenium, right? Why do I recommend coffee enemas for those that are willing? If not that, then dandelion or homeopathic drainage remedies. How about far infrared saunas? Now, do we, do we have the relaxed sauna um, banner or anything up? Where people can get. I think it, that one get, might
1: be up. They get a hundred on bucks off RSP. Yeah. yeah.
0: So there are ways to do it. And now, um, you know, as I'm learning about the, the Monocore device, you have the ability to, you know, program in if you want to, in addition to the intelligence it carries, but you can actually select things and help signal that. So there's a lot of things that are not going to ever probably be taught in medical school, you know, which is why the medical doctors, unless they go outside of their training to learn these things, are behind very far behind what their patients need. And therefore their patients are going elsewhere. And the heavy hand of government or all the AMA lobbying and everything is not going to stop the, the the movement away from the medical community because they're not responding appropriately, if at all, to these very real environmental challenges that we're all facing. Uh, so this is why you know people coming through Trinity School of Natural Health are so amazing. People, you know, studying with Dr. Ely uh, you know, people learning about things on uh, Green Med Info uh, with uh, uh, Sayer G. I mean, these are the things, these are the places that if you are a doctor, you will learn things you've never learned in medical school and it'll be more accurate. You'll probably have to unlearn the things you thought were accurate or true or correct that weren't or that are 30 years behind the times. So we'll continue to, you know, push forward with the uh, IPAC, for instance, and James Lyons Weiler, Dr. Jack. There's a lot of inflow an outflow of information that is not approved. And this is why the censorship industrial complex is so desperate to limit your access to this knowledge. If they had the ability to turn the switch and, and, and turn us all off today without consequence, they would do it in a second. I think they realize the backlash so they're gonna have to figure out some other way to blame space aliens for it to happen. Because <laughs> they don't want you know us to target them like we target Fauci and know, hey, he's a scam artist. And many of those people that follow along those things today are scamming us, whether they're aware of it or not. Some of them are true believers. I I know that. But uh, uh, regardless, you don't want to be scammed by scam artists that aren't even aware that they're being scammed. That's not a good thing either. Uh, Let's see. In organic food, too. Talk about cleaning up your diet as Super Don has done. They're finding microplastics even in organic food.
1: Listen, it, it's, I hate to, to just do the whole I'm overwhelmed thing, you know, like the, you know, chicken little, uh, but
0: we got it, a minute uh, before we're joined by, uh, um, by, yeah, Brian. Brian, yeah,
1: um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. You go to, you go to the crunchiest granola food store, All the food around there is blessed by the fairies of the forest. Right. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like that, like the, the greatest stuff. What's it packaged in plastic? I mean we are it's just it it's everywhere. So in order to completely remove yourself from that situation it it would take a drastic change of habits manufacturing uh you know the whole deal and and trust me when I say that there are a lot of companies out there that are they make their money off the fact of that everything is plastic and that people there's a demand for it. So mm-hmm. it's not going anywhere soon. All right, we got 5 seconds.
0: All right, so uh, we're going to preview the hour two coming up uh, with our friends at Brideon.tv right about now. Hey, welcome everybody joining us on Brideon.tv. Shout out to the Health Ranger, Mike Adams, and the team at Brideon. Please support Ah. them. Yes, the Health Ranger store and all of that. They do amazing things for freedom of speech to keep it flowing, and we're glad we're here on our second hour every Monday. Uh, you can tune in to us as well, six six days a week technically. But come on over to robertscottbell.com, sign up for our newsletter for free. Uh, join us. We've got a big event coming up uh, in Arizona tomorrow, and other upcoming events we'll let you know about uh, as well. This hour uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about the um, potential next-level threat Uh, from the vaccine industrial complex, from that dangerous death cult? Could it be inhalable? Uh, How about those suffering with chronic pain? Canadian doctors admitting that the boosters, the COVID boosters, can and have caused paralysis. What are they doing to make up for it? You won't believe it. And the homeopathic hit of the day will address skin conditions and more on the Robert Scott Bell Show, where I simply remind you at robertscottbell.com that the power to heal is yours. Dude, I'm just reading about this next level technology for vaccine delivery, airborne, breathable, you know, not to mention the whole lettuce vaccines. If you heard that, you eat the lettuce, you get vaccinated. Um, You can't make this stuff up. You know, I mean, I guess you could, but it'd be, it'd be more, uh, I don't know if it'd be weirder than what's really happening. You know, as they say, truth is stranger than fiction. Check out all the uh, articles we're covering today in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. The show notes are there. Thanks to Super Don. We have, uh, I'd say, a brand spanking new website relative to what it has been for, what, 10 or 15 years prior? Finally updated, SSL'd and everything, whatever that means. It's a good thing. And you guys can sign up for the newsletter for free. All you have to do is text my initials, RSB, to the number if you text RSB to 66866, you'll be prompted to enter your email address and you'll be plugged into the Robert Scott Bell Show newsletter where you will learn things like, hey, this coming, is it Thursday, Leap Day, the 29th of February, I'm going to host another webinar, this time on the nerve tingling truth of cardiovascular health. With my buddy, Josh Hewlett, we'll talk about nitric oxide and more, all things cardiovascular. Usually it's one hour meeting or less, and it's profound and chock full of great information that you can utilize immediately, implement immediately. And if you have questions, there's follow-up, but even if you can't attend live, it'll be seven o'clock Eastern time, four o'clock Pacific time on the 29th leap day. It's an extra day of the year. What are you going to do with it? Come on, join me after the show. And that'll be uh, uh, free for free. Just register, even if you can't attend live. If you don't register, you won't get to watch it later either, because you can watch the you know the replay of it at any time on demand. We'll we'll send you a link. Just you just got to sign up. That's all. And we have the link in. I uh, I don't know if they're in the show notes, Superdome, but somewhere at the Robert Scott Bell Show website. And those of you who are getting a newsletter, you probably got a heads. Email up. went
1: out this morning, so okay. very good. I'll send another one tomorrow, and probably another one on Wednesday, just to make sure everybody gets the info.
0: Well, and 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 you know that's part of it. When we talked about um, my fitness levels that I've achieved at now fifty eight, that I, I still look and I go, oh yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, wow, that's pretty cool. Part of it is because of what we've incorporated, what I've incorporated, integrated. Now, of course, I went all organic in nineteen ninety and never looked back. Super Don went all organic pretty much in twenty twenty four, beginning in twenty twenty four. He's only, uh, let's see, how many years behind, but still. <laughs> but you you have said to me, you have, on the air and off the air, you are seeing some significant palpable changes in how your body interacts with the world around it. It's fascinating to me.
1: Uh, yeah, actually, both my wife and I. Um, I don't know what the dogs are freaking out
0: about. <laughs> it's not time for the dogs yet.
1: Big cat in the backyard or something, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I mean, it's like when we, uh when we eat something that is not as clean now as what we've become accustomed to in the last well, I guess gosh, it's almost three months now, huh yeah wow. um yeah, we noticed we, we notice a difference. We mm-hmm. feel we don't feel as good ah. sometimes. You know, there's that usual ah. reaction you get when you eat something that isn't so ah. good, and you mm-hmm. are running to the bathroom the next morning.
0: Yeah, your body is is responding, it's rejecting as it, it. Yeah, designed to. Yeah, yeah. And and when they say you can't teach an old, you know what, new tricks, your body is willing and able to learn and listen, but it's got to believe that you're serious about it. For those that have gone, well, I'll eat organic for a week. Like, dude, you've been eating not organically for your whole life, and you think in seven days. But here within less than three months, Super D, your body is now trained. It's going, you know what? That doesn't belong in me. Before yeah. it was like, it's always coming in. I ain't I ain't reacting to it. I'm not. I just can't anymore. And it becomes, again, a chronic suppression, if you will. And you address all of these things, and you the docs never say it's the food, do they? Very rarely will they say it's the food, unless they say, well, let's test you for allergies. Mm-hmm. And then they'll put you on allergy medication, maybe say avoid the food. But doesn't get to the heart of why it's there. That's the point of what you're doing, Super D, you're and, her, and your wife, removing, getting the head now. Finally, the body goes. I don't have to defend myself with every meal. I can go after the things that are in there, and let's start moving them on out, and then watch what the body can do and recover the miracles that happen. Yep. So I'm like, just thrilled. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah,
1: it is. It is cool. So now, now I just got to get the uh, the exercise part of this thing down.
0: Right, and, and Super, I, I want you to no, you take challenge my challenge me. seriously. <laughs> You challenge me. You want to say what that challenge is for the, the hour two? Yeah. Well, here,
1: if you miss the first hour, you can go back and and watch it.
0: it was but, an opportunity to show my six pack again.
1: That's, well. I mean, do you really <laughs> want to show off some more? We can we can show off some more if you like.
0: My friend Chantel took the picture. She says, "I like taking pictures of abs. I like abs." So there it is. So there it is. Fifty eight and Abby. I yes. guess Abby normal right? Right. I went in the challenge of the week, and there are the abs. And now this is me. Yeah. <laughs> and that's you. Okay, but you put my so, face on your picture, though. Yeah, that's, that's not yeah. right. Uh, so anyway,
1: so- yeah, we we talked about you know how you've just you know you just you are awesome in in, in, the, in the nine round that you go to.
0: I'm winning the challenges a lot, all it's the time. And I don't and, want to annoy you or people on your but- your <laughs>
1: heart rate level and all that stuff like that. It's like you know you have trouble getting into the yellow zone versus the red zone. That's
0: cardio miracle, by the way. Yeah. That's amazing stuff. Yeah. So you you actually you were the
1: one that introduced the idea of yeah. of going into something like some kind of like a jujitsu type uh, uh, class. Yeah,
0: kind of next level uh, interactivity. I don't huh. like the idea of of rolling around the mat with a smelly man. That's not my <laughs> thought. I don't know if there's a way to avoid that. Is there another option there? I don't know. But the idea of. Does that
1: feel kind of gay or something? Or what do you, what do you consider? No, about I there? just,
0: it's, it just does not appealing to me. Okay. Just Did not. you ever wrestle in school? I, I never wrestled. No, I was oh, a swimmer. Oh, dude, I,
1: I, you know, I, I have a, uh, I have an eye issue. Yeah. Which these glasses are just reading glasses. I wear yeah, contacts. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm too lazy to get a new prescription. So I just put on the Use readers. That, yeah. But um, I I really wouldn't wanted to take wrestling in school, but I my doctor said that that the nerve mm-hmm. on the Topic eye nerves? is uh, was was kind of stretched. Oh, really? And that a hard blow, dude, would detach could, it. Could cause a problem, and so uh. I that took me out of competitive sports. I just it was just not a thing. I I was very close uh, mm-hmm. to, in wrestling. So anyway, um, I I, I don't know. I mean it's. I think it would be a cool thing to, for you to do. Being a big, fran- uh, big fan of the MMA that I yeah. am, watching it anyway, um, yeah. I think that would be, yeah, I think you'd probably do good at it.
0: I don't know. I mean, that's a whole different thing. It's not, it is a whole different my, thing. You're
1: used to the cardio thing at this point. Yeah, so well, it's, it's like, yeah. uh, what else could you do? Let's say you didn't do jujitsu because you don't want to roll around on See, a mat is, with, with a sweaty cardio, man. Fine.
0: With my cardio, if somebody tries to wrestle me to the ground, I can run away fast. So I you
1: know. oh okay there you go so what <laughs> what what could you what would be like the next level yeah of cardio fitness then mm-hmm. um that, that you could you could do you know other than what it is you're doing now what would be that next thing
0: well in the summer you know I I just enjoy thoroughly the mountain biking thing right and that's
1: eh, no but no. we're talking something new okay something different that you haven't done.
0: Right. Well, that would that now, would be now. It. Diana yeah.
1: suggests a 5K. Now that's I running. Hate running. No, no. I hate so, running. so no running. Okay. So running is sprint. out of the picture. I don't
0: mind sprinting. I don't like long distance running. I I just don't. I, I'll, All I'll right. Come on, people in the but... chat room,
1: got to help me out here. Yeah. What What would be the next thing that Robert could do from from more of a cardio standpoint versus a rolling around with a hairy man on the floor type thing, <laughs> um, which he has a problem with.
0: Well, look at this. Michael Bolden made a uh, comment here. Okay. Uh, let me just type that in and I'll show you so it'll show up on screen. So Bolden says, What if he smells nice? Is it the smell? Well, sure. Or rolling we'll. around the mat. I mean, come I on. You,
1: you might be wearing Old Spice or something, right? Oh, or,
0: my God. No, I don't aqua, need the synthetic stuff. Aqua either. Velva. I mean, maybe they have like the injected uh, 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 platform for uh, jujitsu. I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. It's just not like I've been into that scenario. Um, Maybe again, when I'm in Arizona, I'll have to check out a couple of days. I'm going to be there. For those of you who don't know, we're having a screening of Unjected. No, no, I'm sorry. Unjected. Anecdotals. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Anecdotals by Jen Sharp. She was on last week. Uh, Great catching up with her. And they had a a screening yesterday in uh, Tucson. Tomorrow will be, I think, in Tempe if I'm not gonna say, or Chandler, Chandler, Arizona, the church, where I'll be broadcasting live. I think they will have the Vaxxed or CHD bus. Polly Tommy will be there. Uh, Jennifer Sharp, the, the the filmmaker, will be there. And others, and we'll do q and I just t- talked to John, well, I, I texted John Richardson Jr. from, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the, the, the cott curls I don't know why I'm having trouble finding words today a little bit there's just so much going on I'm trying to go where am I thinking where am I now uh so that will be tomorrow and then uh looks like Tuesday and Wednesday so I'll be actually broadcasting live from Arizona and there may be some gyms I could try out when I'm there just so you know who knows
1: now the uh you you've done the you don't like running no or jogging no. um you've already you're you're already good at doing the cycling thing mm-hmm Okay. Yeah. Of course, you're like a mountain bike cycling, you know, not yeah, like Yeah,
0: I like that better. I mean, I've done the other kind and it's fun right. too, but I just like the mountain biking, the challenge of you have to be so engaged and and really it, it can be life or death. I don't like to do the life or death stuff, but to feel like you're a little bit on the edge is kind of, you feel alive doing that. Some people are, I've seen some craziest mountain, you've probably shown them like in the, before the bonus round, mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. of the stuff that's insane. I mean, people are take, getting some air. Like if they don't land oh. it, they're dead. And
1: the ones that I'm, the the ones that get me are the people that do the uh, here. Let's get rid of the smelly nice yeah. g- <laughs> comment there. Um, are are the ones where people will they'll ride those trails that are like on on these cliffs or these like you know, so like that where it's like this they're just like riding along and there's like yes. drops Dude. on the side. No, just no. Like, I just like no
0: no I no it's not for me. I I, I have I think a, a reasonable type of risk ratio when I'm riding. And some of it is like, but it's fun. It's adrenaline pumping. It's thrilling. It's not like, some of people are like they need the next adrenaline junkie. Phil, that's not now, me. I mean,
1: swimming, you stopped doing because you got a problem with your ear, right?
0: Yeah, but I seem to have resolved that. I mean, I, I theoretically, I could go back into the pool, which I do enjoy. I yeah. haven't done in a long time. But even Riley Gaines says she's not in the pool anymore. I'm like, oh wow, okay. Yeah,
1: but that doesn't mean oh. you you went out to. I mean, you could take right. that if that was something that you were good at before.
0: No, and I I did enjoy. That it. would be it, a
1: great cardiovascular thing, and then you could work on your time, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's a, a – is there a pool around there somewhere by you where you could do something like that?
0: They just opened one of those Vasa Fitness monster places okay. that has a pool. has a pool. I haven't right. checked it out, though, or anything. I don't know um, details about it. What about rowing? Rowing? Is there anywhere like, around – like – like We can do it on ice right now, but
1: – Yeah, that would be hard to do, I guess, year-round unless you're, like, on a rowing machine, right? No, nah,
0: I mean, I, I, that doesn't appeal to me, really. Yeah. Okay, uh, you're doing the
1: kickboxing.
0: Yeah, how about actual boxing? Well, sparring. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind that. It's you know, it's harder to find. I need to find a real boxing club to do that. I guess. Right. But I, I'm I'm intrigued by the even though I'm not thrilled by it, I'm intrigued by it. The jujitsu stuff because okay, like,
1: well, that's, there you go. Then let's just go yeah. with it. Let's just yeah. go with it. So the challenge Especially is if that if Robert. Yeah, if Robert takes things to the next level, it's been a long time since I've been like regularly going to a gym. Yeah, Um, and at this point, it would not be the kind of stuff that I was doing before, Mm -hmm. um, but just getting in shape type thing. And so I challenged Robert that if you if he took the next step and and went into something new that was a challenge that he hadn't already perfected, like you know what he's doing now. Mm-hmm. um that i would then commit to setting myself
0: a goal uh and getting in the gym yeah and and that's a that's a good throw down my brother it is because i yeah. want you know how much i want to see you take that step too <laughs> you and your wife both yeah. and you've taken a huge leap perhaps even a harder leap which was choosing food that's better for you guys i think that's harder than committing to go to a gym personally but
1: and it really wasn't that hard
0: yeah well, that's yeah, I cool. Mean, it,
1: just, it just Did you set up just... the Azure
0: Standard order yet?
1: Not yet. Not yet.
0: We're and we got that discount code. You can use rsb 10 now. Yep. Which is great. Nope. I see a question that came in that I missed earlier. Uh, let me see. There this was one from, from Yolanda.
1: Is that the one you're talking about?
0: Yeah, yeah. Let me look at that. Let me put that up on screen here. Uh, let's see. It says uh da-da-da-da-da. hi robert and super don i see cardio miracle has hawthorn berry in it i was wondering if it's okay to give uh christopher's hawthorn berry syrup and would you also add a homeopathic remedy to help straighten the heart that's a great question yolanda and yeah the amount of hawthorn berry is not uh, what i would call medicinal levels it's kind of the blend of so many things that cardio miracle makes it so special uh so if you are really wanting to you know, target the heart for, for help. Then I would do Dr. Christopher's Hawthorneberry syrup as well. And that can be gotten from Jonathan at choose to That's like the stuff that's like you harvested your own Berry, and it tastes great. You want to, I mean, that's the, that's the answer. You got congestive heart failure. You, you start sucking down this delicious drink Hawthorneberry syrup. You're going to recover. That's what happens. That's God's medicine for the heart. Uh, it's critagus as a homeopathic remedy critagus is the hawthorn berry if you can find it as a homeopathic it's a great remedy too and i don't remember if we've covered that one yet in our homeopathic hit but thank you for asking that yeah Yeah. that's a great question yolanda appreciate that all right so we'll we'll figure out uh, take my grandson to what that's brazilian jiu-jitsu oh that's That's pretty pretty cool yeah
1: now this one here maybe at one time you would have considered I don't think not so much now.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're connected to a rope and you fall, you're caught. That's one thing. But to free climb, no. <laughs> <laughs> those people are nuts. I'm not opposed to to, to doing that kind of thing. That's kind of a challenge and fun. People are I like crazy
1: as I was climbing trees. And then you could take karate or taekwondo. I think it'd be better to take the jujitsu. Personally,
0: I agree. I, yeah, I don't. The, the the taekwondo has been very hard on your joints. I, you know, a lot of people.
1: I, you know what? I think know. this might be the winner right here, though.
0: What's that? belly belly dancing dancing. (laughs) (laughs) with this belly i need a belly that will jiggle i don't have that
1: (laughs) i could probably get away with that
0: you could do the belly dancing all right we'll we'll figure out well thank you for all the great ideas y'all uh, that's really cool. Now, back to the uh, uh, org website. There's an article here. ICANN Uncovers a Potential Next-Level Threat, Inhalable Self-Spreading Vaccines That Spread Like a Virus. Now, let's set aside the controversy of viruses for the moment and just talk about spreadable inhalation scenario uh, vaccines. They talk about this new class of encrypted RNA vaccines being developed where the RNA would piggyback onto an existing, again, wild virus or, again, a protein sequence of some kind and spread from person to person without the person's knowledge or consent. And they acknowledge it sounds like science fiction, but it's not. Two companies involved in the research have already received millions of dollars from the federal government that no longer answers to you or me. And this is a study using technology on hamsters and the SARS-CoV-2 thing, and it's already been completed, and a phase one trial on humans is in the works. And so ICANN's attorneys have already sent legal demands to all government agencies involved, and this is all tucked into the Prevent Pandemics Act of 2023. It's an omnibus appropriations bill. And it involves uh, uh, this thing called uh, platform technologies that support the development and review of new treatments and countermeasures that use cutting-edge, adaptable platform technologies that can be incorporated or used in more than one drug or biological product. So this act is set up to be used to fund the HHS government agency called ARPA-H, Advanced Research Projects Agency for Health, created again in 2023 under the guise of emergencies that never end. And it's designed to take big technical risks that can spark new biomedical breakthroughs and revolution, I'm quoting here, revolutionize the detections, diagnosis, mitigation, prevention, treatment, and cure of diseases and health conditions. I call bull snot on this. They are not at all concerned with actually preventing diseases that are preventable. They are wanting to help engage in profiting off of artificially man-made, whatever you call them, biological toxic warfare against humanity. And then say, hey, we've come up with the solution. Here's the shot, and the shot you're not going to take. So here's the airborne version that you don't even have an option to say no to. It's like DARPA, right? This is not a therapy you want to engage in. And it's called uh, TIPS, TIPS, Therapeutic Interfering Particles, described as engineered molecular parasites. Good Lord, this is really happening, folks. This is not conspiracy theory. Y'all are making it up. It's like, if anything, it makes uh, Alex Jones' claims of things, which have proven to be mostly right, look like you know he's just kind of reading the Sunday comics and, and, and there's something silly going on. This is not silly. These are mad scientists. These are people that have, I believe, abandoned their connection with creator and creation. These are people that worship the mind, The mind is a tool, but when you start adopting it and allowing it to run things, it has no knowledge of right or wrong. It doesn't care for right or wrong. It says, if we can do it, let's do it. And it never steps back to ask the question, just because we can do it, should we? What are the unintended consequences of doing it? No consideration for that. And I'm not saying that we need to adopt a religion because we already have as a nation. And you think it's Christianity or Judaism or Islam or something else, it's not. Said this many times over the years, for those of you who are new, what we have is a state-sanctioned religion in violation of the First Amendment, the Establishment Clause. That religion is the church of pharmaceutical mysticism. It's basically pharmacia. it's sorcery. And this builds on that sorcery. This is why, you know, if you're a person of faith, if you're a human being that believes in a connection to the divine, to God that created us all, to say you should be up in arms might be an understatement over this, because this is a fundamental violation of everything you might hold dear in terms of creation and the majesty of creation and the the desire to learn from it, not conquer it, to apply it where appropriate, but not destroy it utterly and miserably, and then claim you can come in with a solution for what you destroyed which is what the Vaccine Industrial Complex has done. And now they've evolved or devolved beyond traditional vaccination into this science fiction reality. And so read this story, share this story. If your doctor is all in on this, if your scientist is all in on this, if you're all in on this and you love it, uh, you might wanna look in the mirror and ask yourself, you know, is this really to help humanity or is this to enslave humanity? Is this to kill and depopulate? Is this to uh, reign dominance and supreme over those who are no longer allowed to do things that which we've been doing for thousands of years or millennia? That is, utilizing the plants, substances of creation for good, for healing, and not altering them genetically or otherwise. So you guys check this article out. This is, again, science fiction gone real. Worse than some of the science fiction stories you've read. Now this pains me to have to report it, but it also leads me to my next story about pain. More than one in five Americans, over 20% of Americans are suffering from chronic pain. And this is a story in at Forbes. Now I don't know that you're gonna get a lot of information about what to do about it from Forbes, but it is intriguing to have a number like this that according to this uh, national health interview survey, 20, almost basically, twenty one percent of the United States population suffer from some form of chronic pain, lasts at least three months, and usually affects one's daily life and work activities. And I, you know, do I know this personally? Well, thankfully, for the most part, I don't live in chronic pain like I did as a, you know, in my in my younger years when I was chronically, you know, so debilitated digestively. Right, every meal I ate, I was in pain. I was constipated. On and on it goes. And yes, I did have musculoskeletal inflammatory conditions as a child, chronic diseases, chronic inflammatory disorders as a kid, even into my young adult years, fighting through it with my athletics and swimming and taking up swimming because the orthopedist said you can't do land activities like soccer. I loved soccer or football in Europe, they call it. But I couldn't do it because I had so much pain and inflammation of my skeletal system. I went into the pool, low impact. And I was able to actually do athletics and my bones didn't hurt as much. I did have some injuries from time to time and inflammation, but Hey, back in the day, I could take an aspirin or other things because I didn't know better damaging my liver, my kidneys further until I realized, ah, man, I'm on the wrong track here. So as we look at managing pain, is chronic pain evidence of an aspirin deficiency? No. Is it uh, ibuprofen deficiency or Tylenol deficiency? No. Is it uh, a deficiency of steroidal uh, treatments like uh, prednisone? No, absolutely not. But it could be a deficiency of copper. Yeah, I said that. I'll say it again. Oh, wait, Robert, copper is toxic. It's dangerous. My doctor says stay away. Your doctor is a moron. If he or she says that outright blanket, I'm not saying there's never been a case of copper toxicity. That's absurd. But the reality is we are fearing the wrong thing. And they're going, oh, take more iron, take more iron, take more iron. Iron is going to rust in your body when you don't have enough copper to utilize it. And, you know, you want to manage inflammation. Inflammation results in pain. Inflammation is part of the healing process in an acute injury. But when it never goes away and becomes chronic, there's a metabolic dysfunction. Now, the dysfunction could be appropriate, and that's a weird thing to say. I'm going to say it. Could be appropriate in response to what what I was just talking with Super Don about, the food, the diet that you're on. If you've been on chemically grown and processed foods containing glyphosate and everything else all your life, and you continue to consume that, and you're in chronic states of inflammation, it's because you have inflammatory components like glyphosate coming in, damaging the cells of your body whether it be epithelial or endothelial cells, et cetera, anywhere. And then so your body is, re- is required to respond with inflammation to the injury, to reflect hopefully start the initiation of repair of tissue. But it's not happening because the doctors are saying you need more drugs to manage the pain. Are they even talking about low-level chronic dehydration? You're drinking sodas you're drinking water? Is that water pure or is that water contaminated with fluoride and, and, and chlorine? much less plastics and stuff all of these things have you know you have options of recovery now in the case of you know my wife with the trigeminal neuralgic pain since she had dental extractions over 12 years ago that just it just went wrong something went horribly wrong there's a lot there that makes little to no sense compared to, you know, what we know of inflammatory markers. She has no inflammatory markers. Why does she have the pain? Is it a phantom pain? We don't know. We went into a chiropractic neurologist who we featured on the show. Who's terrific guy, wonderful man. and helped her a lot with different technologies and in fact, lifted the depression that was associated with always being in pain like she has been for a long time. So that was already a huge step in the right direction. Yet, Things continued in terms of the pain and the limitation. Now, there are realities of pain manifestation in the body. Let's say you go all organic, you detoxify your liver, you drink the right clean water and things, and you still have these things. There are realities like that, like in my wife's case. Now you've got to start considering other things, emotional, mental, spiritual, and any number of things that patterns of behavior and belief systems that lock us into states of consciousness that we're completely or pretty much semi-unconscious, if not completely unconscious about. You know, wh- how you uncover them, there are many ways to do so. Right now, as we talk about the pain issue, as we've in- initiated the use of the Monocore product, and you know, we talked about with Ann, Al- uh, Ann Alden uh, uh, a while back, and utilizing quantum frequencies, quantum technology, quantum entanglement. There are a wide variety of these devices, you know, from QXCI, I remember back in the day, very complicated, you know, and if you know how to use it, great. I've got a friend like, uh, Bill Stanton that still uses that technology, I don't even know what they call it anymore, which is great, can help and has helped a lot of people. Rife technology, there's far infrared, there's near infrared, there's all kinds of energies, there's red light, there's a lot of things, advancements being made in technology. Some of it may be going back before we knew that there was technology we didn't think existed and it's coming back out again for whatever reason. And now this monocore integrating, yes, apparently AI technology to learn, from the sequences the frequencies that are coming back in your body not connected to an internet controller system but uh, you know programming in a beautiful way it seems to be helping you know initial phase is 9 days in I'm very encouraged by what I'm seeing so there are other ways to go other ways and other things to consider and um You know, this is something that is just, you know, it's painful to witness people in pain. And a lot of times if you have something like trigeminal neuralgia or maybe it's diagnosis fibromyalgia, these are invisible to the naked eye. For those of us who are not suffering from these things and you look at people that are suffering from these things, you look at them and they look pretty much like there's nothing obvious. So a lot of people would say, well, that pain is all in your head. Or it's, you know, psychosomatic or whatever they want to say. Not a lot of sympathy for those folks that suffer. And they're looked upon as, oh, you're just complaining. You're just annoying because you you always want to say you're in pain. It's like, no, the pain is very real for these people. The suffering is very real. And all, oftentimes they become quiet and introverted because they don't want to talk about it to anybody. Because if you don't see it, right, you don't see a wound or an injury, you know, even the doctors you said fibromyalgia was, you know, all in your head. Uh, and, and then they finally acknowledge it's real, but not that they know the cause. It, and it could be mercury toxicity, heavy metal toxicity, all of these things that drive inflammation. But I mentioned copper deficiency. If you guys haven't started on the sovereign copper, or you're not eating desiccated liver from grass-fed animals, or eating bee pollen or something to get more copper in your system, you may find the inflammatory uh, markers of your body still triggered because you don't have adequate amounts of this mineral to help manage that inflammation and restore connective tissue integrity. There's the chiropractic model. There's Ayurvedic. There's, uh, you know, acupuncture, acupressure. There's a lot of ways to manage pain holistically, but even that sometimes it's not enough. Kratom. We talk about CBD. We got a lot of options. Some of them work well for people. Sometimes people hit that wall and they go, nothing's working. And so this is where I come back to the more esoteric side of uh, quantum signaling, quantum energy, quantum physics even, to say, hey, we've got a lot to look forward to as far as the development of energetic-type interfaces in healing, whether it be light or sound technologies or a combination of the two. I'm encouraged by what's happening. I'm still, you know, I feel for those that are suffering. Again, I know it from my own household, but I'm encouraged by what I'm, I'm witnessing, what I'm seeing. And I would ask only that you remain open to the gifts of healing that are trying to be given unto you by that, which created you, however you call him or her it by whatever name, God or whatever, that a creator, a divine creator that loves us, wants us to heal, wants us to be well. And it's very often our own patterns or belief systems based on injuries or abuses that keep us trapped in negative feedback loops. You know, expecting the day to go bad, to go horribly wrong. And sometimes simple things like affirmations or, you know, I remember, you know, Anne would say, you know, talking about the monocore about how they would talk, she would talk with Aldens, like, keep saying it over and over to yourself. I'm healthier than I've ever been before, right? Keep building up. Even if you don't believe it at first, you just keep saying it, keep saying it because the cells are programmable. The brain, the mind is programmable. What program are you putting in there? Is it somebody else's belief system? Is it your belief system gone wrong, gone negative? And so fake it till you make it is not a bad thing. Even if you don't believe it initially, just start creating those statements of positive affirmations of you know, the co-creation that you've been given, to, given by God to do. And that may open you up to technologies. Maybe you don't even need the technology. I don't know. But I'm looking at this issue of pain and going, man, it's a very profitable business. And you've seen the management of pain even if you can reduce or eliminate pain temporarily through allopathic pharmaceuticals is dangerous and often deadly, much less addictive. So looking for ways to manage that and address that without going down the road of addiction and destruction of your gastrointestinal tract, your liver, your kidneys, et cetera. Uh, That's probably why you tune into the Robert Scott Bell show. I'm thinking that might be one of the reasons to do it. So a lot of people, 20%, how many of them can we reach? Well, if you'll share the show, we'll reach a lot more. If you sign up for the newsletter and you can share the newsletter, we'll reach a lot more. If you participate in any of these events that we can promote or be part of to help you, including circulatory-focused events like this uh, Thursday, uh, we're going to do one, you can find other ways to get help or help others. And that, that feels good. Even if it's a degree less pain, that's better than not at all. If it's significantly all... It's great. And I'm open to your suggestions and discussion points because you guys have a lot of experience out there. And when we share it, doing our AMAs every month, it's a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And you guys, even if you don't join me live, you can watch it later by being a patron supporter of the Robert Scott Bell Show. I mean, it's only 4.99 a month, dude. It's not much, or you can do better if you want, <laughs> if you can. Any little bit helps and it helps us to continue on this outreach, this education, this information these sessions, including the homeopathic hits of the day, which we got one coming up a little later. Now, let's go to Canada, our friends in the north. We got a lot of super fans up in Canada, featured some great guests out of Canada, but man, your medical system, I'm sorry. I am not thrilled about what you have sometimes said is better than the system we have here in the United States of America. Look, I'm not pleased with our system, even though there's a little bit more freedom involved in what we do. But there's a monopoly. There's still a medical monopoly here. And in much of the Western world, the governments, as we talked about earlier in the show, I think in the first hour, capture, the agencies have been captured, the bureaucratic state, the oligarchy that Jonathan E. Moore talks about. It limits our freedom. We have to go underground to help one another, to get help very often. Because the FDA says, nope, that's not approved. You don't get to use it. The state-level boards of of licensure will protect The economic monopolies of small groups of people even in chiropractic and they'll say oh well that chiropractor you're doing something we're not we're not letting you do or if the chiropractor comments on vaccination and then the state boards come down on them and say hey that's outside your scope you can't say that like you can't i thought there's freedom of speech well not when you subject yourself to licensure and suddenly now they've got you economically because they can threaten to take that thing away, that license away. You thought you had freedom because you had a license? No, it's an economic economic monopoly protection act that limits innovation within a field or endeavor, medicine, chiropractic, naturopathy. If you go down the licensure road, that's why even as a homeopath, if they offered me a license, I would reject it outright. I don't wanna practice a standard of care that is below the ability to help people or worse yet, adopting things that are harmful by not telling them that vaccination can be deadly and doesn't, in fact, enhance your immune system. Those are the things we got banned for, might get banned for today. I don't know. But that's the stuff we got to say. We got to be free to speak. And in Canada, what is this? There's also a medical monopoly in Canada. We are under a witch hunt if we want to do anything else other than chemical medicine. Annie, you're right. That is true. And I've covered that. Canadians have covered that. And I want to cover this story from uh, something called Slay News. Super Don confirmed he validated this because this is something I would think. Wait, really? What? Canadian doctors admit COVID booster shot paralyzed a woman, a specific woman. And what do they offer to do to make up for it? I am not making this up. I wish I were. This would be like a, a, a Babylon B story. Well, you know what? We're sorry about that booster shot. We do acknowledge it paralyzed you, but we're willing to kill you. To make up for it. Oh, wait, they didn't say kill? Yeah, they said euthanize. Another term for kill. I guess if you agree to it, then they say it's a little different. But it's still deadly. Superdome, you really validate this is for real?
1: I had my doubts because I was looking at this. Like, this is crazy. And they're not going to do this. But apparently it did. So, I mean, here's, the, here's basically the rundown on the situation. There's this Kayla Pollock, and there's a video that goes with this, and it, it's brutal. Um, mm. I chose not to cut it up into clips. If you want to watch it, you can just go to this link mm. uh, and watch this. It's, it's on Twitter, but the the uh, there's like a, a thing called can- I think it's called Canada Independent. It's a mm-hmm. website, yeah, um, that covered this and, and it's kind of running with this because nobody in the mainstream media is covering this. This is the first I'd heard of this. Yeah. Anyway, Kayla Pollock, she's 37 year old mother from Ontario. And so the decision to vaccinate her, she decided, well, let's uh, start, start with her early life and her career. Mm. She um, went through some abusive situations in her life. Mm. This led to her being placed in in, in uh, like a foster care supportive home type deal. Yeah. Um, and she, you know, made the best of the situation. She decided to get vaccinated because apparently she's immunocompromised. She has an immunocompromised status from something. Mm-hmm. And there was a requirement for her to be able to go and see her dad, who was in a long-term care facility, mm-hmm. to get vaccinated. So she made the choice, like a lot of people did, uh, because that was the ultimatum, right? You, yeah. Oh, you want to see your your father, who's you know um, you know uh, getting old, and and maybe you, you want to go see him. You're gonna have to get vaccinated if you want to see him. So <sighs> some people, some people yeah. made that choice, and I right. understand. I understand. Yeah. It's 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 unfair.
0: I mean, I'm I'm breaking in. I'm gonna go get like a, a dump truck and. Break through like the Terminator at that point. <laughs> yeah. me away. From, you know that's not. Yeah,
1: right. yeah. But yeah. she, you know, they they said that what she had, so she decided to do it. So she got two of the Pfizer shots. Mm-hmm. Didn't have any issues, and then she, for some reason, decided she was going to opt for the Moduna, uh, the Moderna booster. Wow. Right? Yeah. Days after she got the booster, she started having leg weakness, and she ended up collapsing. She went to the hospital where they did an MRI. Yeah. and they found this large lesion on her spinal cord yeah and they then diagnosed her with transverse myelitis. Oh, man. So she spent several months in the hospital getting steroids and stuff and uh, which slightly improved her condition. however, she still remains paralyzed mm-hmm. with no feeling from the neck down yeah and when, as you watch this video where she's talking about because she, she she points out this this thing which is I think it's true that a lot of people when they hear that somebody's paralyzed from the neck down, what do you think is going on? Oh, well, you know, they can't use their arms and legs. That really sucks. Boy, I can't imagine what that would be like. But it's way more involved than that. Yeah. You literally do not have the ability to do anything from the neck down. In fact, in a lot of cases, you're lucky that your heart is beating and your lungs are still working Right. in a situation like that. But she – and this – you know, I'm sorry if this sounds uncomfortable, what I'm about yeah. to say here. Yeah. But she literally – she has no control over, like, her bladder. Her bowels. And her in. bowels. And yeah. so there are people that literally have to go and extricate
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, the contents of of these areas, stuff like that. So, you know, she can't dress herself. She can't do anything. Mm-hmm. She relies 100% on other people to live her life.
0: Yeah, And
1: without that support, you know, she would have nothing. So anyway, uh, <sighs> yeah. what happens here is she... Um, Contacts the authorities, right? Mm-hmm. The pro- appropriate people in this situation. She has uh, tried to get compensation from their uh, their version of the vaccine court that they have mm-hmm. up in Canada. It yeah. still isn't happening at this point. But uh, apparently, after the doctors confirmed the connection between the vaccine mm-hmm. and her, condi- her condition, yeah. the doctors, they had compassion. <sighs> they said, you know what, man... We're really sorry this happened, so we're, we're going to make an offer. Uh, we want to offer you the option of what we up here in Canada call the Medical Assistance in Dying Program, uh, which she said, no, thanks. Yeah. No, thank you. But their offer is that uh, should she uh, decide that she wants to apply with it, they promise they will do everything they can to get her application approved. And Isn't that nice of them?
0: Extra, anything extra for it?
1: Isn't that nice of them that they, they, they will do everything they can to make sure that yeah. if she applies for euthanasia, that they will make sure that she gets it?
0: Sorry about the uh, paralyzation, by the yeah. <laughs> user, but we can. I hate
1: you. to laugh, but I don't know what else to do. Uh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, now, granted, listen, I mean, nobody wants to live that kind of life. Who wants, to, who wants to be in a situation where they're paralyzed from the neck down and they can't do anything, right? Nobody wants that.
0: Yeah. But that doesn't automatically mean please kill me. What is that Metallica song? One I think talks about that. Like
1: um, that. Well, actually, you know that is uh, that is based on a movie called Johnny. What was it? Johnny, get your gun.
0: Yeah, something like that.
1: Um, yeah. yeah, where where this this kid uh, went to war, and he got uh, his arms and legs, you know, blown off, and and he couldn't do it all. He just, you know, he yeah. and all. He just he was blind and all that kind of stuff
0: to be you know taken out. Right. Yeah.
1: But, you know, this is... She's not at that point. She can talk. She can think. She can express herself. But I want Um, you to
0: think about the difference. You know, if you go to war overtly, you know what war is. And you know what you're after, you're into, and what could happen. Whereas here, a Canadian citizen, or could be a citizen of any country of the world that mandated or, or, you know, de facto mandated the, the COVID jabs or said you can't see your family, whatever it is. This is medically induced homicide, ultimately you know if if indeed she goes down that road and where is the responsibility of the the physicians that delivered this that did this to her well they'll go well health canada said we had to right i was just following orders how many times do we come back to that and the medical profession is front and center there this is where i have a hard time being nice to the the medical profession now i'm not talking about yeah. individual doctors cuz each one is different but from the general standpoint of capturing human beings and turning them into killing machines, terminators. This is a modern-day version of the Terminator, via injection, COVID injections, boosters, etc. And Canada, they have a very liberal, as they call it, um, euthanasia program. Thanks to uh, Castro, their their fearless leader. You know, he should be the one to volunteer for this. Sorry for you guys in Canada. I really feel feel bad for you in in, in there up there. Uh, but uh, it's a sad story we got to cover, and in the meantime, you know we're 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 still working on developing the you know the kind of the long COVID masterclass, which doesn't do justice to what it will cover. But all of these folks that are helping people in these situations to get well, despite all the obstacles, and we got a lot of a lot of work to do still. I'm not yep. giving up on them. I hope you don't give up on them either.
1: Fortunately, uh, there's support that she is getting. There's a, a an organization out there called Veterans for Freedom that mm-hmm. has taken up her her uh, her situation. Okay. And they've got a fundraising campaign you know trying to try and help her acquire a service dog and um, yeah. you know and get the help that she needs cuz she needs round the care round the, the clock. round the clock care, you know, yeah. care, so. Yeah.
0: Well, if everybody got the care they they deserve from this, uh, there would be no money left for anything else. That's what we've seen whether it be vaccine injury into the autism spectrum for kids and now adults or Um, all those that are reaching out to react 19 for help because the government won't give them the help. And uh, that's what we got. Hey, tomorrow, the 27th of February, for those of you listening or watching live Arizona screening, and uh, this is going to be in Chandler, Arizona at faith, family church, 27th of February, four o'clock. That's Arizona time. And anecdotals will be screened. Jen Sharp, the filmmaker, will be there. I will be there. I'll be doing a little presentation afterwards and Q&A, and we'll have some other docs there too. And I hope that you'll consider joining me, and there'll be a little bit of reunion. So there's a couple of things going on there. I will be broadcasting live from that church. That's the plan, Faith Family Church tomorrow in Chandler. And uh, looks like uh, Wednesday, I'm just toying with the idea, but you guys that are in Phoenix, if I don't find something Better, which would be hard-pressed to do, I'm thinking I'm gonna reach out to Dave at The Giving Tree and broadcast live Wednesday from The Giving Tree Organic Restaurant. Oh, cool. That would be fun, yeah. And then I'll meet with some of the naturopathic students at Sonoran. Apparently the, uh, the thing that I thought was happening is not happening, there's another thing, so we just roll with it. You make the best of it. I'll see John Richardson and his lovely wife uh, and you guys, do we have the link to their store to get all of their wonderful things, all the apricot seeds and things? Well, let me look. Because we the ups, the update of the website is pretty cool, but there's some things we still have to you know get get up and running. Some of it. So
1: if you go to the top of the page, there's a a a. a can you link show you can everybody? This? Would
0: it be possible? Of course. Show possible. and tell is important. Then we'll do the of home page. Of course, it's yet. possible. Okay, good.
1: All right, hold on. Let me get up to the top here. We'll go to the home page. All right. So up here at the top, let me go full screen. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the pop-up. There we go. All right, up here you've got uh you've got about us, and then you've got one that says products we love. So mm-hmm. you click on that. Okay. And um there is uh there's Richardson Nutritional Center.
0: Nice. There you go. Right. And there. You get discounts for being part of the Robert Scott Bell Show family. So there you go. And then so you click on learn more. Yeah and then it takes you to the website. There you go. There are all kinds of good deals when you do that. So So check and it since out.
1: we're here, I mean, mm-hmm. let's just take a look cuz I yep. I I've only seen this page a few times.
0: Look at the yep. folium on the right there.
1: Folium on the right-hand side yep. there, rsb 10 Mhm. You got Haley Nutrition. Uh he threw he threw the uh the Silver, Silver olive protocol. Yeah.
0: I've got to update that, y'all. I'm still thinking about how yep. I'm going to pull it off, but I am. And there's the carnivore bar.
1: Yep. There's the energy
0: bits. 20% off of that, too. Good. And let's see here we got. We got the colloidal minerals there. All right. There's the Kratom there. Mm-hmm. Health, Ranger Health Ranger store. store. Good. There's yeah. The we Cardio Miracle.
1: That. Yeah. There's Orlo. Orlo. Hey, it's Orlo's It's algae
0: based essential fatty acid product. Yep. Get uh, discounts. And he breaks it in into,
1: c- I mean, look at this. He's got, let's let like, go. Uh, Education. Category. Education, I like it. Yeah. IPAC, Trinity School Natural Health, Gardening. Yeah. Nice. Uh, there's the organic. Uh, Soil, um, soil, and live. There's the contact organics uh, weed get killer. Rid of,
0: get rid of glyphosate
1: under oh, retreats. Mountains of hope healing retreat. Nice mountains Look at that. of hope investments. You've got the gold backs, and you've got the precious metals. Right. Uh Environmentally safe uh, slash health products. Yeah, you've got the uh silver gel. Mm-hmm. You've got the silverite pillow. Nice. Which, by the way, I need to find out when. When are they going to get the new pillow thing going on? Because she said, didn't uh, Lisa Hill say the k poc is no longer available?
0: Yeah, she's trying to do the the, yeah. the I got to do something, yeah. and I got to
1: figure out. Well, mm-hmm. okay, this is another
0: topic. Yeah, another anyway, story.
1: we got the orange guard, and then there's the uh, relaxed sauna right there.
0: Hundred bucks off there. Yeah, use the code RSP. Yeah, and cool. then there's the safe sleeve. Yeah, nice. And then entertainment.
1: There's yeah. the uh, Q streaming there.
0: Right, so I don't have time to go into all that until the bonus round, because what time do I have to hard out at? Because I want to fit in the homeopathic Uh, uh
1: 55.
0: All right, so let's crank up the homeopathic hit of the day.
1: Uh, yeah, well, you have to give me a second to all right. To crank it up, because—
0: Counting one, two,
1: three. Uh, got it, okay. I got it. All right, here we go. Ready? Three, yeah, two, yeah, one, start go. over again.
0: Homeopathic hit of the day.
1: Okay. Playing all of the homeopathic hits every day, right here on the Robert Scott Bell Show.
0: All right. Today's homeopathic hit of the day. It's really focused on skin, but as with all of these remedies, there's a lot more to it. Calcarea sulfurica. Calcarea sulfurica, also known as sulfate of lime. Those of you going, what is that? Go back to school. Plaster of Paris. Y'all remember plaster of Paris. That's the homeopathic remedy. Yes, we convert it into a homeopathic form. So go ahead and open up the PDF, and this is available for free at robertscatbell.com, and as an audio-video version. Also, if you're a patron supporter, it'll be available to you. Calc, sulf, as I call it for short, often for skin ailments and a lot of body purification issues. Uh, It's profound in those those impacts. It has a pivotal role for purification as well. And uh, let's hit some of that origination. Another word is gypsum, or calcium sulfate. Uh, it is a care, uh, really a cornerstone homeopathic remedy for a lot of therapeutic benefits, skin conditions, connective tissues as well. Uh, and if we look at skin care, uh, targeting acne, eczema, abscesses, especially effective when these are prone to pus formations, that will indicate the use of a complementary remedy we'll mention in a moment. Wound healing support, accelerating healing of chronic wounds and ulcers, facilitating pus clearance, joint relief, yes, some joint health, arthritis helping there as well. Detoxification aid, calc sulf can enhance elimination of bodily wastes and strengthen liver detox, underpinning the detoxifying uh, support of the body. Uh, guidance on use. Of course, uh, very simple. If you have a six x, 10 x, 12, C, 30 C whatever, these are considered lower potencies. You can use them more frequently to assist in recovery. whereas if you're going for that deep level chronicity, sometimes you might want to go to the very high potencies. I usually suggest that you do that under the care of a homeopath, so you don't risk an aggravation or even nothing happening and wondering, hey, why is it not working? Um, some remedies that can be very complementary to calcarium sulfurica include silicea, homeopathic silica or silicon, promoting wound healing, purging of pus. Also, you probably know one of my favorite remedies, I've said it many times, hepersulfur calcarium or calcaria, hepersulfur or hepersulfur short, especially for pus abscesses, uh, these kinds of infections that lead to a head, if you will. Graphite's another good remedy for skin issues. And there are a lot of things, hard nodules in the skin, different things like that. So calc sulf. Broad therapeutic applications, um, you know, if you're you, dealing with severe issues, as I said, please consult with a healthcare provider of your choice, hopefully one that's not going to poison you back to health because that doesn't work so well. And that could work with you homeopathically, herbally, and otherwise. And uh, wrapping this up, it's a treatment, holistic approach to homeopathy, working on skin health, wound care, body detox, and a lot more. Remember, this is not to replace a doctor if you have or want one, but it's just to provide information and education in support of your health care needs and your children and your family without interference by government medicine media complexes. And there's more. It can help with glandular swellings, uh, cystic tumors, and fibroids. There's a lot that CalcSoft can do when you dig deeper into the Materia Medica. So we've got about 30 seconds left before we have to wrap up with... Them at Brideon.tv. We got a bonus round coming up though. If you want to stick with us or transition on over to robertscottbell.com or watch us on uh, Rumble or wherever you're watching or listening, join us now and we'll be back in about 30 to 60 seconds or less. And uh, I'm, I'm glad we've been able to be with you today. I hope you've enjoyed it. God bless you. Thank you again for our Brideon support. Free speech is all that it is because the power to heal is yours. All right, bonus round commences now after the frogs. Yes. Hopefully it wasn't a plague of frogs, just frogs.
1: <laughs> it is. You know, It's I, I'll be honest with you. It's the little things. You know, when you get older, yeah. mm-hmm. it's the little things that really that, that, that matter. And and for me, you know, I, I get up and I do the stuff that I do for the show, put stuff together and all that stuff. Uh, but one of the things I always look forward to mm-hmm. for the day is figuring out what am I going to do with that part right there? What What is going to be the, the theme mm-hmm. for the end of the show? Right. It's, it's just fun. Well, You never well, know. You, you never know what, it, what, it, what it's going to yeah, be.
0: It's exciting. It's fun. So thank you, by the way, for touring a little bit more of our own website. I'm still learning about now. I love it. Yeah. It's got all of those different things that we support, that we believe in and utilize. Uh, you know, one of the things is the Folium products. You've heard me say it many times. Some of you are sick of me telling you, but I'm going to keep saying it because I'm eternally grateful to Bob Reoran and his folium products that he brought over from the former Soviet Union in response to the Chernobyl disaster back in 86. And this botanical blend, it's not synthetic, it's not toxic, is powerful and profound in, you know, countering ionizing radiation, heavy metals and other things as a, you know, one of nature's most Pro- profound antioxidant tools. And this Folium PX is a three-pronged approach, Folium PX original and the immuno and the relax. This is what got mom back on the dance floor, uh, you know, almost a year plus ago now. And just again grateful. I'm saying, mom, keep taking it. It's it's amazing. And so you guys check it out, foliumpx.com. You can email info at foliumpx.com if you have questions for Bobri. He's been so helpful. If you really need help to get it, he'll work with you. And I encourage you, if you've hit that ceiling in your healing, you want to break through, that product is worthy. Absolutely, it is. Uh, So as we uh, carry on, are there any other questions, comments coming in uh, through the various chat rooms we can hit? It was a show a little bit unexpected today. We thought we'd had a a guest in our one that didn't show up. I don't know what happened there, Um, but we'll have to change it up for the notes later. Uh, Yeah, I'll take care of that. Yeah.
1: Um, I think we're all caught up. Mm As far as I can tell here, we're caught up on uh, Rumble. Okay. And we're caught up on uh, Facebook and Twitter, it looks like. Annie, who's hanging out, or excuse me, X. X. She's She's on X.
0: She's on X. Awesome. Good to see you, Annie, on X.
1: Yes. And um, we've got, yeah. Yeah. Two people on Twitch, and eight people on Facebook, a bunch of people on uh, Rumble. Hello, Rumble.
0: Mm-hmm. I have Rumblers. Are
1: you, are you quiet people on Rumble? Yeah. We appreciate you. And, of course, the people that are listening to this later on on the yeah. podcast.
0: Hey, Super D, you know, the, the idea, of course, we know this is true, that when we go live every day, and typically we are pretty consistent. Within a minute or two of going live, three to five plus every day Eastern Time U.S. Yeah, uh, there are flexible times sometimes when I've done some trips and we've gone early. I we yeah, I don't, don't think we've done later shows yet in a while. But no. there was a time where we used to do seven o'clock Eastern Time. Remember that? I do. Our show at one point was an evening show, or it was late afternoon for you. Yep. So we have the flexibility occasionally when I you know I don't I don't like having to do an encore. i I know maybe that's my addiction to being broadcasting every day. And the thing is, we don't have to do this. There's nobody with a gun to our head saying you need to show up every day to do this. We have elected to you and me, mostly, I guess, me, because you're just like we should take a day off once in a while. And I'm like, Err. and I think you've got a couple of days coming up. You know, we're gonna be doing some stuff around that. But for the most part, it's a passion, it's a mission. It really is. And super D, you know, your your role in this mission to make it happen is amazing. And in fact, your talents are so, uh, you know, far-reaching that people reach out to you for help. Like you don't have the time in the day to help everybody who wants help to do these podcasts and different things. And so, we're working on getting your son involved. We talked about that, and it, it helps everybody that is supporting us a little bit to be able to expand and grow and do even more things. Uh, but I'm just, like I said, I'm just, just so grateful that we get to do it. When I don't get to do it, I come back and I'm, I, I talk too much on those days. And yeah, just, I know, it's like I'm getting things off my chest.
1: Yeah, that's uh, all right. Yeah. I mean, it is crazy to think about. It pops into my head every once in a while.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I, I've never done anything for 19 years. I mean, that's just, you know, to tr- try and wrap my head around that, mm-hmm. that we've been, you and I have been doing this for that long together. Yeah. It's just, I, I thought about that. I think it was, maybe it was even earlier this morning. That, yeah that just popped into my head and I'm just like 19 years. You know, and then I look at myself and I'm like, okay, yeah, I've gotten older. That makes sense. But.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it totally must suck that we're doing this all those years. Cause we're still doing it. We just.
1: I know, it. Right. It's
0: we're like. For punishment.
1: And, and, and I understand what you're saying that it's like when you, when we don't do it, when we do take, you know, a day or two off or something like that, mm-hmm. it's weird, isn't it? It's yeah. just like, you're just like, I'm something's not something. right. Something, yeah. something's, something's not happening here. So I appreciate, you know, I appreciate the fact that that uh, I've been able to do this with you for for nineteen years. Um, it's a miracle, and I appreciate the everybody who listens, mm-hmm. you know, and writes and and and
0: watches um, and shares, please share It's an amazing yeah. thing. It really
1: is. you know so
0: the, speaking of sharing, this is the thing. you know, and Archer Butcher, right? We talked about the Monocore recently. She appeared on Coast to Coast AM. I think it was a Sunday night show, but they still have a huge audience every night. I don't know if it's still millions. It probably is. Uh, They don't have a lot to compete with at the overnight hour on radio. They also, of course, stream it, but it's very membership driven. And I guess they make good money doing it. But if you miss the live show, I think you can tune in live, but you won't be able to hear it again. We've elected a different model to provide as much free as we could that is not costing out of pocket, other than what we ask for the support by supporting those who support us or even directly a little bit if you can be a patron supporter. But so we unleash the show live and then we let it go to the world. Even though we're banned in some places, we've got way more outlets than I even know what to do with. So people are listening and I don't know that we can count all of them. And so Anne is telling me that people are still calling her and them about the monocore, monocoreusa.com. And superseding now, the audience response to Coast to Coast, which has clearly, I think, way more listeners or viewers or whatever it is, that there are folks that are sharing the show and the fact that it is available free in so many places that people are going, hey, you missed the show. Even those heard it on Coast to Coast, that can't listen because they're not members and will come to the Robert Scott Bell Show now. So welcome everybody. If you're new to the show, we've been at this for a long time. And no, I'm not related to Art Bell, although we both got started on the same syndicating network and radio. That's the only official relationship with Art Bell we have. He was sold to Premiere. That gave the big jump start to Talk Radio Network, TRN, and that's where Super Don was. That's how we met and got together and continued long past radio into the online world and even turning the show video, which is still weird after all these years.
1: Well, I just (laughs) looked it up just because. Okay. So according to this here, Mm -hmm. Coast to Coast... Airs on more than 500 stations in mm-hmm. the United States, as well as Canada, Mexico, and Guam, and is heard by nearly 3 million weekly listeners. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, if we now—I <laughs> don't know—have according to Anne, I mean, why? She's not lying to me. She's she's like yeah. my adopted mom in yeah. many ways. Yeah. So she's saying you guys generated more interest in this than Coast to Coast AM at this point by far. I don't know. I. I know why why are you having trouble with this? Tell me what is it about this?
1: because his show is on five hundred stations in the u s and has three million weekly listeners. Mm-hmm. That's an amazing feat yeah how 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 the heck did we pull that off right i I can't even like wrap my head around that. What are we what one i mean granted we're on we're on multiple outlets if you go to our watch page or yeah. listen page. There's multiple places you can listen to the podcast. And I'll tell you, you know, uh here here's another interesting tidbit. Mm-hmm. Um our podcast is hosted on a on a on a platform called SoundCloud. You may have heard of it. hmm I'm pretty sure we're getting shadow banned on SoundCloud. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um because there's some strange things that have happened with our numbers. Mm-hmm. That don't make sense. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm trying to f- think about how I what I can do about that. Because you know, and and this is again, this is above my pay grade because it's like, what do you do when that happens? I don't know. Uh, because there's there's things that are happening here that just they just don't make sense.
0: Well, period. I'm I'm encouraged though, despite all of that. People are finding us. You guys are sharing the show. Yeah, and, and we're not, getting that kind good. of response that yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. that. Uh, granted, too, uh, and I know the difference. There is a difference in the audience. There's some crossover between Coast to Coast and our show, but we don't go to a lot of subjects regularly like they do, which is yeah, I don't mind doing those. You know, I'll go anywhere. We have fun talking about all kinds of things here. But the fundamental starting point and maybe ending point is health and healing and empowerment right? Health freedom too. So there is a bit more of a targeting, if you will, this audience, you guys and gals are more interested perhaps in the healing arts and sciences than some shows, even coast to coast listeners by and large, but still the response Dorf at this point, their response, which is a good response, by the way, I'm not saying it wasn't, uh, but it shows that Having an audience that is really interested in something is is still very, very valuable. And again, appreciate all of y'all that responded and maybe many more of you, especially as I get more stories in, personal direct stories, as well as other stories that are being shared about some of these technologies like the monocore working and helping people. Mm. And, you know, as many people that gravitated toward that show, some people didn't. And they'll gravitate towards some other show that we do. But that's the nature of, I think, our reality, and it's okay. You don't all have to be <laughs> believing and gravitating the same thing. And that's why this show is a broadcast, not a narrow cast, even though it might be narrower than some shows because of health and healing. But you know, Super D, we've done shows on just about everything.
1: Pretty much. So, yeah. We'll
0: go back over the many thousands and thousands of hours that I've been doing this. So, yes, sir. Yeah. 25th year. Good Lord. But it doesn't, as much as it's a lot of years we've been hanging out together, it seems like a blink of an eye. Like it's a natural part of our day. I don't even think about it. It's just like a rollover, and there we are, and here we go, and I'm grateful for it. I never want to take that for granted, but boy, oh boy, thank you all for your support of us to make this possible. I know that it doesn't happen by magic. It happens because you're here, and I thank you for that. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's... I see Dawn. Delta Dawn is in the audience. Hi, Dawn. You need some copper. Yes, definitely get some sovereign copper if you haven't already. Please go get that. You can get it from choose2behealthy.com if you can't find it locally. Don, what flight are you on? I'm flying back Wednesday night. I might fly back early. I don't know what's gonna happen on Wednesday as far as the timing, but at the very least now I know I've got some meetings Wednesday, maybe with some Sonoran students, university students uh, in uh, Phoenix area, and then doing the show one to three normal afternoon, that'll be Arizona time on Wednesday, both days, maybe at the Giving Tree on Wednesday. So if you guys dig organic food, and even if you're not vegan, Nobody goes away saying, "Ooh, that food was not good." I mean, even if you're a steak and potatoes person, you go to the Giving Tree in Phoenix, and you're like, "Dang, that was a good meal," and I'm not hungry. I I, I was fed well, and no seed oils or anything, no GMOs. It's so clean. Dave, the the guy that puts it on, he's amazing. So, throwing that out there as an idea, I'll have it confirmed tomorrow by the time uh, we're we're live uh, from that uh, anecdotal screening that church in Chandler, Arizona. So. Yeah. Cancun turnaround, Orlando turnaround occasionally, mostly can See, yeah, Dawn's been with Delta for a while. She gets to choose the plum one she wants to go to. Like a turnaround to Phoenix is too short. It's like, why would she do that? Why would she bid on that? I know what it's like. My mom was a flight attendant for L Al back in the day before they were transition. They were transitioning from propellers to jets. So I'll talk about how how long that goes away. My wife was a uh, what was she with Pan Am for a little bit before I met her before she, you know, went to D.C. school.
1: Back uh, back when there was Pan Am. That's right, a, well, Pan Am at uh, the
0: point was going downhill, and then eventually they were bought out by Delta. And that was, you know, the interesting side story of Stephen Quinto and natural immunogenics is that uh, Stephen Quinto had started a lot of businesses and airlines, including East Northeastern Airlines, which opened up one of the uh, Long Island airports for things. I think now Southwest and others go there, but um, they, the big, the majors, if you will, the big guys, colluded to take him out, right? And that was like he was he was going to try and get Pan Am at the time, and that was the point where he was like, I've had it, I'm done. This is all a you know a scam. How they play and keep pump competitors out, much like we're seeing with incumbents. Helping to pass laws to make it impossible or near impossible for anybody to challenge incumbents. You know, we're talking about getting signatures for Jonathan Emdor in a Virginia. You know how they, you know, they have like six thousand signatures and they disqualify two thousand of them off the bat. You know, fourth. So we got to keep building. We got to go over. So sometime in March, I'm going to head to Virginia and help c- gather signatures for Jonathan. I'll let you know when that's confirmed and where that'll be, and you guys can do that too. Uh, but the the idea, of course, how do we you know, overcome these obstacles, these challenges, uh, to make, I, I forgot now I've lost my train. When I jumped into the Jonathan Emore thing, I lost where I was going with that. I apologize. I'm in the bonus round. I can, I can forget stuff. I'm allowed. <laughs> if you were even paying attention, Super D, I don't know. Somebody um, in the audience will let me know.
1: Yeah. All right. Um, I'm just going to, I was just taking a look at what we had going on tomorrow. Okay. So, uh, our one, Dr. Chrisanna Shackelford. Okay will be on with us. Now, Dr. Christina Shackelford.
0: Yeah. Is I don't they, want to overwhelm guests tomorrow because I'm going to be at that church. You know, how did this happen? I, I didn't think we had guests tomorrow.
1: Yeah, we've got two guests scheduled for tomorrow,
0: oh. both hours. All right. Well, hopefully the technology gods will be smiling on us that we'll have the interface to be able to do it. How really soon long. will you be able to know? Well, I'll get there and test. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's going to be fun to figure that out tomorrow.
1: All right. So we've got, um, yeah, because it wasn't on the calendar or anything yeah. unusual. Yep. Uh, and then Dr. Uh, – or excuse me, uh, Anthony Samaroff and Dr. Megan Mankow. Mankow? Is that not the same
0: guy? Right? No. No, it's yeah. not
1: Mankow. Megan. Megan Mankow.
0: Yeah. But, I, you know, the thing is I want to get more local guests when I do these remotes. That's yep. the thing. I don't want to be tied down to having these guests come on, and maybe I'll do a shorter version of it based on that. I know we didn't originally know that that was going to happen, but now it's happening. So
1: yeah, well, that's tough though because we want to we uh, we want to at least give guests you know a reasonable amount of time.
0: Yeah, well, we'll see how we can maneuver. Uh, let's see. Diana has a comment about Arizona. I know one of your guests poo-pooed picazos, <laughs> but uh-huh. you need to try it for yourself here in Arizona. So good and gluten free, vegan and organic, if it's available on all of their options. Yeah, I've eaten at Picasso, Picasso's Picasso's, if I could say it right. It is good. And I yeah, I know it somebody said it wasn't as good, but I mean, when you're a hardcore purist in certain sense, um, you can go, well, that's not as clean as this. It's not clean. Again, we can look at that. I agree. At the same time, I've eaten there, I've had like they have like organic pasta dishes and things, which is like I'm drawn to that super d. I'm not Italian, but I like it. Yeah. But every time I always talk about going there, and I end up getting like their like Thai dish for some reason. I'm, I'm just like my body is so no, it wants that. I'm like darn it, I want the pasta. But when I go to uh, uh, you know I'm hanging out in Vegas like a second home, maybe it's the first home depending on the day. Uh, they have that uh, I forget the name of that I've talked about the food truck, but everything's imported from Italy. So people that can't eat this stuff, they are I mean, they're making pizzas. Everything's imported from Italy, all of their stuff. It's so clean. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But it tastes different.
0: Oh, it was so good when we were there. I can't wait to have that again. Then they have the Mint um, uh, Bistro, I think it's called, that has a lot of organic options uh, for Indian food there. And then we found an organic, I think it was called True Brew in Las Vegas. It wasn't right on the strip or anything. It was more closer to Henderson, I think, but uh, organic coffee shop with smoothies and they make their own fries and burgers. And, you know, you can get anything. It's all clean. It's That's amazing. I think it's based in California, but that's their only store outside of California in Las Vegas. So I find these places. So like Diana, I agree. I can eat at Picasso's. I've done that and been okay. Although, you know, again, the Giving Tree, there's a special energy about what Dave has done there that I really appreciate. And I'm not vegan, but I, I look forward to going there and eating. I feel really good uh, going there. So anyway, sharing that. Uh, Chaga Root in Vegas is good, too. Marissa? I don't know that one. Chaga Root? I'll have to check that out, too. Thanks, Marissa, for the heads Chaga up.
1: Chaga Root.
0: Yeah. Do the, are they on Instagram? Sometimes I find these things on Instagram, and then I'll follow them, you know? So let's That's see. That's
1: the name of a business in Las Vegas? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Chaga Root.com. 3318 East Flamingo Road in Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah. Um, the food looks good. It does? It does.
0: All right, Chaga Root. I got to find it. All right, let's see. Chaga Root. I'm going to search it right now. Let's see how I do that. Chaga Root. No, Chaga. I can't spell Chaga. (laughs) R-O-O-T. You guys are excited about me doing this. I'm going to find them. And now it's coming up like actually ancient herbs, not the place. So maybe they're not on Instagram or anything. So we'll check it out. Ooh, that does look kind of good. Specialize on mushrooms. Hmm. What is this one? The a burger. I think they're vegan. The chef had another place that was super good, but it closed. Now, when it comes to vegan food, you'd be hard-pressed to meet the quality of Dave and the Giving Tree because, I mean, you want to talk about stringent, organic, no GMOs, no what you call vegetable oils, right? This is like a lot of these places use things like soy. He doesn't use that. He's amazing. So I'll have to check out what Chaga Root's all about, too. Cool. Mm. But, again, next couple of days, be in Arizona, the Phoenix area. So I hope to see you uh, in Chandler tomorrow for the, the screening of Anecdotals. Wednesday is now still developing, but it looks like my thought, first thought, if I can, is to broadcast live from the Giving Tree. So thank all you. Right. All right. Any other Comments, questions, anything else? I've got to pack up for my trip later today. Get ready, related. Diana says, oh, and happy belated birthday, RSB. Thank you, Diana. Um, And thank you for all the wonderful, kind messages and the various platforms. I tried to say thank you to everybody. If you go out of your way to to acknowledge somebody, I mean, I feel like, thank you, sincerely, thank you. It's very nice of you to say. Did we cover this
1: for me, Yolanda?
0: What's this? No, oh my gosh. Robert, my mom had to get radiation pellets placed on her liver, and they told her not to hug anyone for 24 hours because she will be releasing radiation. Would you recommend she take folium? Um, That'd be a big 10-4, good buddy, talking (laughs) 1970s CB lingo. Yes, 100%. I would have her take uh, extra selenium. I would have her take, of course, the uh, uh, folium products because that's you know counteracting the ionizing radiation. It's not going to stop the immediate damage to the liver that they're intentionally doing if there's liver cancer and they think that's how they're going to kill it. But you're going to protect her healthy cells with the selenium and the uh, folium. So yeah, I would 100 percent and and stay on it long after they're supposedly removed or gone or the radiation is gone. Uh, and you know we've talked about homeopathic uh, treatments for X-ray. There even a homeopathic x-ray. So for ionizing radiation, there are homeopathic things you can do as well. Uh, hydrogen water can help as an antioxidant as well. So there's a number of things that I would consider doing for your, uh, is it your mother, you said? I Can't read it now. It's gone. Uh, yes, her mother, neilana's mother. mother. So I, I would definitely do that, Yeah. Well, hopefully, I can see Henry Ely, Doctor Ely, tomorrow. That would be great too. I'm just thinking. All of D- John Richardson Jr. We can get him on the show. See, that's why I wanna. I want to spotlight the people who are local. And and if I look at uh, Wednesday's show, let me look at that again. Uh, Wednesday's show, we're looking at uh, only. There's one. Don't book anybody for Wednesday. We got Gail Lynn's schedule. It looks like. Well, tell me, I don't book it. I don't
1: book anybody.
0: You don't. I don't book people. You don't book people? That's Kevin. All right. So tell Kevin no more guests for Wednesday, so I want to remain open Okay. to local guests. Yeah, carve <laughs> that out. Harmonic egg. Well, that could be interesting. I had some non-harmonic organic pastured eggs this morning. You putting the pluck on everything? Did you find your pluck or did you lose it?
1: No, it's. I've got it it's sitting
0: in the kitchen. Okay. I always, we couldn't find the eat pluck link. That's right. Yes. Eatpluck.com. I need to add that
1: to the products we love section. Yeah. So I'm going to play around with that later.
0: Yeah. It looks like, I, I just seen a, a message from Sherry Neal. Uh, she's on the, if you go to Facebook and you're not part of this group, it's called Not a Nurse and Not a Doc. That's the 100% whole food focused um, discussion place. They don't do synthetics there at all. And Sherry Neal's been working as well on advancing a selenium and chromium product. We've talked about food research as well. So we may have some more options coming up soon. We'll let you know about that. Cool. Yeah, that'll be cool. Use
1: up the rest of the selenium and the
0: Mm -hmm. chromium that I've got. Yeah.
1: Well, actually, chromium is is okay, but the selenium.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Anything else, y'all? Thanks for hanging out there. I'm looking forward to seeing all my friends and new friends in Arizona next couple of days and diana is just too nice a day without the robert scatbell show is a day without sunshine no that's a lot to live up to super don i don't know man get a little nervous when you see that happen we appreciate you the pressure the pressure is on every day to bring it that's right It's a lot of responsibility yeah okay i got the chaga route let me click on that let see uh, how would I find that? Open it up. Oh, here it is chagaroot.com. I'll check it out. Yeah. So if you want to have a, a, a lunch uh, entertainment, if it works, I'll confirm it tomorrow to uh, broadcast from the Giving Tree uh, in Phoenix, Wednesday. Right. Yeah. Cleanse your body, the chagaroot.com. I mean, that looks like not a restaurant, it looks like a website selling chaga root. Oh, it, no, there's a restaurant tab at the top. I see it now. Okay, thanks. All right, man. Okay, good show. Let's get out of Thank here. <laughs> get out of here. And if you miss the AMA, Superdone says it's up so I can delete it from my computer. Correct. Yeah, so this is the video of it. And, and I sent you also links to the transcript, right? And everything?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, everything, everything's good.
0: All right, sweet. All Thank uploaded,
1: you. ready to go uh i got almost caught up on all of the homeopathic hits okay um yeah so
0: we'll talk more tomorrow all right yeah change the notes so we know that our guests did not show up so we have to modify that so when the people no. visit it they'll go when was that he wasn't actually on wait what yeah. yeah and my wife knows he wasn't actually on she tracks it all so we can't count guests today okay Anyway, thanks for being here. See you guys from Phoenix area tomorrow. Anecdotal screening, Jen Sharp and more. God bless you. Love you. And uh, thank you so much for being here.